Test it. Do we never test it when we do this? Yeah, we probably should, because the last time I, it was terrible. So let's let's do a mic check. Mic check? Mic check, mic check. Mic check. Yo, yo. I'm coming in. You gonna you gonna play it back and see if it sounds alright, bro? <clears throat> what? It's probably I mean, fine, I guess. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you should like, do that. Am I, you should am I do coming that. in good? Like no, I know no, you guys. I mean, yeah, but like last time we did this, everyone sounded good, and then like it sounded like ass, if you remember. Yeah, we'll be alright. You guys sound good. You guys sound Which, clear. We just gonna we just gonna start like that. Yeah, and we're leaving it in. We're leaving it in. All right, that's a fucking vibe check. I mean, all right, bro. Well, welcome back to another episode of Basing with the Boys, bro. What's good? What's going on, man? Chill, man. We got, we got a dope guest today, bro. Um, Intro. My, been my homie for a decade now. We just figured it out. Uh, next year will be 10 years officially. I met him playing Call of Duty. Uh, this is my homie, Kev Patrick Reyes. Welcome to the show, bro. Welcome to the show. Welcome. So, Full government up, out there now. Uh, so let's let's get right into it, man. Let's uh let's start discussing this shit. So you know, nine years ago, bro, Black Ops Two drops. Let's get into it. Not a lot of people. Uh, Black Ops know. Two. Black Ops yeah. Two drops. Ops Two. Um, I was playing with some people from high school. Was trying to get into the competitive scene. Playing some GBs, Dev. You know how it was. Like we played Black Ops One and shit together. MW Three. I was trash. I was trash. I still Facts. am. But you were. You were. It's all right though. So. Yep. You know, um, I started doing what was called, uh, uh, like, looking for teams for, like, team scrims, which is, like, you get a team of four and another team of four, and you try and vibe check and, you know, see who's good, see who's not. And I found this guy named Warrior, and one day he was like, yo, we're on team, we're going to play with this kid right here, input Kevrius, and uh, thus the friendship began, man. So uh, go ahead, Kev, give, give us a little bit of, uh, of your insight of uh, how everything kind of played out. Yeah, I mean... Uh... It was basically the same thing for me. I was playing with, like, kids from school. But at the time, which was weird, I was playing MW2. Because, like, all my friends, that was, like, the game. You remember, like, when we were all younger? Yeah. Like, MW2 yeah. was, like, the shit. Legendary. So all of them were all, like, playing that. But they would all play, like, the the little party games. Like, the little Mike Myers. And, right. like, Yo, all, that, that, like all that, like, sniper like, stuff on, like, high rise, you know? So People fun. are up yeah. on top of, like, the buildings and shit. So after a while, I got bored of that, and then, like, Black Ops 2 comes out, and I was, uh, I played World at War a little bit, and my brother would always let me play Zombies, and so when Blops 2 came out with Zombies, I was like, oh, hell yeah, you know? So right. I played that, and then I got bored, started, like, dominating in pubs, and I'm like, all right, all these kids are horrible. So then I did what he, what he did, started to, like, look for people to play with, and then I, I was in what's called an eights lobby. It's basically, like, a pickup scrim, so you're playing, like, pickup basketball, but it's, like, pickup COD. Um, right. It's, like, four on four. And the guy who hit up him, I found him in that eights lobby, and I was just, like, destroying all these guys. And so he's like, yo, come play with me and these other two guys, which Pat was one of the other two guys. And then we ended up scrimming with, with that group. Um, I ended up getting, like, kicked from the group for saying something. I don't even remember what happened. But, like, he did not <laughs> like me. The one guy, like, did not like me. And, like, we That's, just butted heads the whole Kev's time. Kev's not shy about being like, no, you no. fucking suck. This is how we oh, shit. play. Oh, uh, shit. Something like that. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably flamed the shit out of him. I'm like, you're <laughs> right. a dumbass. Like, this is wrong. <laughs> and so, like, that dude, like, just bounced me so fast, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. So then uh, we're uh, we're chilling one day. So he, he kicks him out the squad. Okay. And, uh, he invites me to an Xbox party one day. And he's like, yo, like, what's up? We should team. Uh, long story short, man, we started playing duo GBs, and ten years later, here we are, bro. So that's a little bit of intro about how I know I know Kev. Yep. Um, 
that's it, man. So, Kev, tell us, tell us a little bit more about yourself, bro. Like, let, let the people know who listen in. What you doing, where you live, what do you do for work, et cetera, et cetera. Right, I don't not wanna... your exact address, because Pat's yeah. asked people for their exact address before. Yo, that shit has never happened, except for what's happening the mayor, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Until that didn't come out yet. Oh. All right, so uh, I, uh, I just turned 24 in May. Um, I live in Chicago. Um, go Cubs. Um, big Cubs fan, but yeah, so what I do for work, I work for a real estate investment trust okay. right now. Um, I went to a school called Northern Illinois University, um, the Huskies. <laughs> NIU, baby. Um, yeah, NIU. I went there for my bachelor's, which I got an operations management and info systems degree. So it's like a basically like yeah. computer science, but like more like business. Right. Um, and then I graduated on a Saturday and on a Sunday I started grad school for a master's in data analytics. I finished both of those. Um, the analytics degree, the master's, I finished right before last Thanksgiving, so just this past Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, now I, I work for a, a real estate investment trust, like I said. Um, half of my job is calculating analytics for all of our real estates that we own. So we own the most apartments in the U.S. Um, oh, damn. We own 92% of the apartments in Silicon Valley and 88% at Times Square. So that's like okay. where most of our revenue comes yeah. from. Um, so, you know, like publicly traded companies, every quarter you have to have like an investment call, right? To talk to like your stockholders and banks, et cetera. Yep. Um, so I'm the guy who gives my CFO the the sheet that has all of our analytics, like what we're charging for rent in every area, like per capita numbers, stock numbers, why they've increased, decreased, all that. So that's one half. And then the other half of my job is I work in our Oracle system. So I'm like certified in Oracle and all that, um, which had some nerd stuff. So we don't have to get into that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not bad. I make a good living, but... <clears throat> It's not bad. The the number stuff's way more fun. Um, okay. There's some crazy conversations, man, on these investment calls. Like, it's unbelievable the questions like Bank of America or like Chase will ask you. It's right. unreal, especially with COVID. It's, it's been wild. But yeah, that, that's pretty much what I do. So are you born and raised in Chicago or did you? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So my, my dad, he grew up, uh, he was more towards the south side. Um, he's actually, so my dad's family's originally from Cuba. He, they okay. came over. He was the only one born here. Would you um, ever guess that he's Cuban looking at him? No, not nah, at all. Nah, yeah. Never. He told me that yeah. shit, and I was like, there yeah. ain't no way, motherfucker. I'll believe it. Yeah, so my, my dad was the only one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. True. Yeah, so that's where he was from there, and then my mom um, was more towards, like, the suburbs of Chicago, so probably, like, 30, 40 minutes from downtown, but, but okay. yeah. All right. Sorry, Pat. I thought you were going to say something. So oh. I've been... I've been um very curious when Pat told me that you were from Chicago. Um, everybody generally, I would assume, wants to know because in Philadelphia we only have one team. How do you choose between Cubs and White Sox? Yeah, all right. So I have an easy reason to choose. Um, so my dad's been a Cubs season ticket holder. I believe this is his 52nd year okay, um, or his 53rd. He got them from his dad. Mm -hmm. So – I just grew up um, like my dad played on the Cuban national team. Like he okay. was, he used to be a scout. Um, he was huge into baseball. Right. And so like, I just grew up playing the game. And then since he had those tickets, like I would always go with him. Gotcha. Um, like I've been to all those famous Cubs games. Like everyone's heard of like that Bartman game. You know, the guy who like caught the foul ball 
and yeah. like lost our chances. Like I was at that game as like a little oh, really? kid, and like I never understood what was going on, but like now I know, and I'm like, holy shit, that was a wild, like franchise moment. Um, but most people, it just depends like where you're from. Like the north side is usually always Wrigley, so like the north side of Chicago, that's where like Wrigleyville is. Um, all that, that's basically where you would choose the Cubs. And then okay. a lot of people, um, if you go south of Illinois, like kind of like where Peoria is, where you get into like cornfields and stuff, a lot of people are actually Cardinal fans. Um, oh, really? Because it's closer to St. Louis for them. Like it's closer gotcha. for them to drive from southern Illinois to St. Louis than it would be from southern Illinois to Chicago. Um, okay. Yeah. And then my mom actually, she she's a White Sox fan, so we have a split family. Because um, gotcha. she – she lived in Cincinnati before okay. moving to Chicago when she met my dad. And so her logic was like the Reds play in the same division as the Cubs. So she couldn't right. root for the Cubs because she grew up a Reds fan. But right. she has the mentality of like, oh, wherever you live, you should like root for your hometown team. So she's a White Sox fan. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so my, my next question would be every city, every major city tries to say what kind of town they are. What would you say that Chicago is? Like obviously the Bear, you have two very heritage – franchises with the bears and the cubs i would say and also like the bulls are pretty big in basketball i mean jordan but like would you consider yeah. a football town like here no matter what eagles could be terrible yeah. but they're always going to get front front page news no matter it's what it's got to be a baseball town yeah the way the cubs yeah about. yeah I, I would say it's just because of the cubs it's a baseball town and two like i mean in the 90s obviously it was definitely like a basketball town because of jordan mm -hmm. duh like that's pretty Wait. obvious yeah. um the Bears haven't really been anything since, like, the 80s, early 2000s. So, it's like, right. um, I mean, they're still packed games. Like, it's an NFL game, so obviously it's going to yep. be packed. But I, I would definitely say baseball. I mean, one, we have two teams. And then, two, the Cubs used to be owned by the Chicago Tribune, which was, like, the main newspaper of Chicago. Yeah. So, yep. like, literally anything that happened, they were always on the front page because the newspaper literally owned the team. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, go, going back to – um gaming pat told me that you guys almost like you were pretty close to going pro what what happened with that like he tried to walk dude. me through it a, a couple times oh. of like what entails going bro, pro. we were we, it's yeah. so fun. we were just talking about us the other day the one, the one the one team that we play with like we we scrimmed phase the one time and we beat them yeah and like uh like we were supposed to go to an event together and we fell through but i'll let him tell the story he's the guest let's hear it yep yeah yeah so we we ended up playing um so Pat and I had played together for a really long time at that point. Um, we would never – so the big thing with, like, COD is, like, amateurs, they usually, like, swap teams a bunch. So people will play with each other for, like, a week, and then they'll bounce. Um, okay. Everyone calls it, like, sketching, like, oh, you sketched on someone. Uh, gotcha. Pat and I never did not play with each other. So, like, we would Thanks. always just stay together and just play because our play styles were so – good like there's things in game that like i would see him do and i wouldn't even have to communicate with him like i knew what he was doing and he Got knew it. what i was doing so it was like really really good um synergy so anyways we ended up playing we got really good at one point we had a nuts team um these two guys that we found and they were really really good they worked exactly how we wanted to play okay. we ended up playing like a bunch of ams and then there's kind of like high amateurs smoking and we were just them. smoking people yeah like gotcha. it was unbelievable so people started to like hear our like names. Like people were like, okay, like who the fuck are these kids? They're literally right. just running through people. Um, so we ended up playing this team. I believe they were called Vanquish, VQ, Pat. Oh remember, like, yeah. Fizzer, yeah, Dito. So, yeah. So we played these guys. It was Fizzer, Dito, Fizz. Yeah, yeah. I remember that first game. <clears throat> I went berserk, dude, and just destroyed. And we ended up winning that series. 
We right. lost the CTF, but we won the search because that was our yeah. biggest thing. Um, and that team, funny enough, we didn't go to that event that was happening that weekend. That team goes to that event and won the whole thing. Yep. So we beat them earlier right. in the week in a best right. of three, knocked them out of whatever we were in, and then they literally go on to win the pro tournament. It was like 120 grand, and they yeah. all okay. win. And it was gotcha, like, holy gotcha. hell. So moral but, of the story is if we had money to like travel and like do, do yeah. it the way we wanted to, like we we honestly probably could have made it, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we ended up going to attorney in Philly. Um that's where I met him for the first time, like in person. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. So I went with my cousin. We were supposed to play and we had played. So it was myself, my cousin, Pat, and then one other guy, because it's teams of four. Okay. And the guy that none of us knew, we had to play with him because he had a team pass. So like the event only sells like I don't know what the number is, but let's just say it's like a hundred team passes, right? Gotcha. So if you don't buy a team pass, like you obviously can't like submit your team into the tournament. Right. And he had one, or at least he claimed to have one. Oh, and damn. yeah, so now you see where this is going, right? Yeah. So we end up playing so like whack, months bro. and months with this guy, and then like literally a week before, he just goes like dark zero. Um, so we say playing, we mean like every night, every like six oh. to one, uh, six to one a.m. Yeah. Like, grinding bro like and we were good too like we actually thought we're like all right the team we had definitely wasn't as good as the one we had prior um but we would have placed top 32 top 16 which is like good enough to get you like on the am map and like get you like a little sponsorship like we would have been fine for the next tournament like we would have had our costs covered easily Mm. um but yeah he ended up literally not having one completely went dark zero like, we didn't say up, a word. We yeah, were texting didn't say him, calling him, like Nothing. tweeting him. And Nothing. then it was like his girlfriend. Remember, we found her Twitter or something. Yeah. I think you found it. Yeah, I did. I was stalked the shit out of him. Find his man, Twitter. <laughs> yo, so my man booked a flight. Like his flight was booked. His hotel right. was booked. Like we were still pretty young at the time. That was was it. Ghost at that point or Black Ops yeah, Two? It was Ghost. It was Ghost. Ghost. It's a, it was the next year. So we were literally figured that's eight years ago. I was eighteen. Okay. He was uh sixteen. So his yeah. dad, his cousin, and him come out. Like hotel book, all this money spent. Like it was when we had that really, really really bad snowstorm in philly so like i was gonna have like my brother uh drive me down and then like all this crazy shit happens and then this motherfucker right. just like, stops answering so like me being like an optimist i'm like yo maybe he like died like maybe something bad like really really bad happened yeah. so that he, he was always he would always get like really high and then talk about his girlfriend on stream or on stream mm-hmm. on uh on the cord so okay. i was like yo like i'm gonna i'm gonna creep and find this dude so I, through his twitter i found his facebook and then i found his girlfriend and like i dm'd her and was like yo like we're supposed to go to this tournament this weekend in philly like what's up and she was like what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, yo, no shot. So yeah. that was when, um, what was the girl's name for UMG that, uh, she like ran it? Not like, like Emily. Was Emily. Uh, Emily. Yeah. Yeah. So then I like, um, we tweeted her cause we were like, yo, like obviously he just booked a flight. Like he was on his way out. Like, can you, cause he still wasn't answering. We we're like, can right. you look up this guy's name and see like, if he's in your database for a team pass, we think we really got fucked over here. Dude, we had all of twitter like literally his name was all over twitter it was getting yeah. hashtagged and shit like it really? was trending yep. oh yeah we had like semi pros ams all were like where who Crazy. the fuck is this guy yeah oh, damn. he got yeah. Like, he literally deleted his twitter like his facebook yep. was blocked like the next day like all kinds of crazy shit and then the event was completely sold out and they ended up like giving us uh two passes to like get in because they were like okay. you literally get, got sketched on like don't have a team pass like we're at least going to give you passes to come into the venue so that's where we met for the first time but yeah. dude, that shit was so ass i was so pissed off yeah it's, and where it's are these sucked. things usually at like that like, was at the 
the the hotel down in Philly. What the fucking hotel was it? Um, it was right off the river. Uh, the Hilton. Okay, because obviously, like, they had the the one thing. I have no clue what the fuck it is. Um, at League of Legends, they have that at Wells Fargo. So this yeah. wasn't as big as like that. Nah, that point, right? nah. yeah, League's it, massive. So yeah. So you you said that had you placed in that one, like if you would if you would have got gotten to play it and got like top thirty two, top sixteen, your next one would have probably been covered by by a small sponsorship. What is the cost like included in that? Obviously, um, not taking into account um, hotels, flights, things like that. Like, how much does it cost to enter something like that to get one of those passes? Generally, I think it was only like one hundred and fifty to get a pass for. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, shit, like right. it's like one hundred fifty a person. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, okay. it's not bad. Um, but it, we said like money. We mean like, like that was the first one in Philly for like a while. Like the yeah. big one was uh, they would be Texas and uh, Atlanta is a big one. So like Anaheim's huge. Anaheim, that's what I meant. Anaheim. So typically, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> typically A-Town. with um, with like sponsorships, you get like flight and hotel covered. Okay. Uh, oh damn, damn. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, and as a kid, like, because you got to remember, it's Call of Duty, so it's not like 25, 26-year-old, like, men doing it. It's like, like, we were, like, 17, 18-year-old Wait, kids. Wait, really? Like, we didn't have, yeah, we didn't yeah, have fucking no. jobs. So, oh, sponsorships typically, uh, they, they pay for that type of shit. But we got fucked, man, and we talk about it a lot. Like, that really was, like, our lives could be totally different, if you think about it. Like, professional yeah. Call of Duty players now make, like, a fuck ton Thing. Yeah, oh yeah. They're making mill salaries, hundred thousand, few hundred thousand. Like even the bench guys. So it's like a league now, like it's all franchise. Dude, okay. there's guys that are bench players, like a third stringer, and he that guy's getting like eighty five racks. Like he's just chilling and all he does is play Call of Duty every day. And it's and like it's ready to sub in. And it's like it. we we were so good. Like we had a point where we had a chance. Like no doubt right. in my mind, we both know it, especially to the point where when we had people online knowing who we were like we joined into a lobby like they know who we are like all right now it's like a big deal um like yeah we if we just needed that one little chance to play an event we didn't have money we were kids like we worked but it's like we couldn't use that money to like you know spend it on video games your parents are always like mad at you for like playing hours and hours anyways and then it's like trying to convince them like yeah i need money to go across the country to go play this event like that's not happening you know yeah uh, right. It's tough, man. Tough scene, but I mean, yeah, whatever. it is what it is. So this this is the first time that um like Pat had never mentioned how into he was. Like he obviously said they played a lot. So he said that he would play what on average like eight hours a day, right? Between like six to ten hours a day, yeah, yeah usually, easily, easily. Uh, okay, so obviously like we're adults now. What would what would it take to get you back into that, or is it just like? You had to be on that grind. Yeah, we don't have the time. We were actually just talking about this because, like, we were gonna play like a, a GB today, and we were like, uh, "That's still we, a thing." If, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? We're like, yeah. if we just had a time, dude. Like, we work full time jobs now. Like, mm-hmm. you figure you work a nine to five. Like, in order to, if like, I mean, that not only that, but like, I mean, I'm 26, he's 24, and like, these 17 or 18 year old kids. I know it sounds dumb, but like, that year, those years of difference, like your reaction time, that extra like one to two seconds you have. It's like such a big advantage. It's fucking yeah, crazy. those kids are crack compared to us. And it's like we we could get it back. Like I have no doubt in my mind. If I played six to eight hours a day, like I'll probably smoke those kids. Yeah, right. But it's just like we don't have the time. Yeah, and then too, it's like, dude, I don't know what it is about like video games nowadays, or maybe it's just like age. Like the interest to play the game is just like not there anymore. Yep. Like when you're a kid, you just I don't know what it is, but you're so like 
energized and just invested to every day, like get better. Because yep. COD's a big mental thing too. Like COD is massively mental. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only so much you can do skill wise. We talk about that all the time. It's, it's a lot of mental in that. But yeah, I mean, now we just don't have the time, other priorities, and we're not too into the games really much. So when you say mental, what do you mean by that? Because I, I barely play Call of Duty. Like I'll get it when it first comes out, mostly because yeah. my dad plays it. And then I'll play it for like a month and get like a month straight where I saw I play and then I just stop playing it. So what do you mean by mental? Uh, I mean, it's just there, there's multiple things, right? Like when you play, you play a respawn game, you as a team have to know how the map works, right? Mm-hmm. So right. You have to know where people are spawning, why they're spawning there, where they're going to spawn if you kill them in that spot. And everyone on your team has to know this at a dime's notice because mm-hmm. okay. you're moving at like 100 miles an hour on the map. Yep, Everyone's right. dying, respawning, dying, respawning. You're going as fast as you can, moving all over the map. You as a team have to be able to not only pay attention to what's in front of you, you know, playing. You have to look yep. at your mini map. You have to be talking and listening to what people are saying. Plus, just have that like intuition of yourself of like, we've practiced this situation so many times. We're seasoned. We know if we see this happen, this is how you have to react. And everyone has a job. If one person out of those four like fucks it up, Yep. You can lose the map in like a blink of an eye because they like flip spawns or something or they yep. trap you and the game's just over. Yeah, we've literally lost and won maps because of one gunfight. Literally, oh, yeah. literally won. Oh, yeah. In a 15 minute match, like someone just wins one gunfight in the back of like a spawn and we hold that hill for an extra 10 seconds and we win 250 to 40. Like, yeah. so it's definitely that. And it's also like knowing. Um, knowing your role, like, like not overdoing it. Like, so the biggest thing with COD, in my opinion, is everyone wants to have like the highest kills on the scoreboard when you're playing competitively. Like I just want to be at the top and like me, me specifically, like I was, like, I'm not, I I don't have the worst shot, but like when I was playing with like Kev and a couple other people, like I knew my role was to be the objective player. Like if we were playing search and destroy, like I was throwing smokes, planting the bomb, like trying to make like sneaky plays and we're playing CTF. Like my role was to know how to maneuver around the map and get the flags when I needed to hard point. Like I'm in the hill getting kills in the hill when need be. And like, this was like specifically like me fucking up a map like mentally would be like if I get shit on three four times in a row and then I try to ego chow over and over and over again and then like continuously die like just giving up spawns okay. like that's that mental like falls into it a lot like you have to know like the scoreboard doesn't really matter you just have to continue to play your role yeah Got it. I mean that that's huge and then the biggest thing too I would say is like search and destroy so yep. I would say a lot of people probably know what that is from Call of Duty you get one life. Yep. Every round you get one life, you got to plant the bomb or defuse it. Search and COD is always huge because it's usually like the last map in a best of three or the last yep. one in a best of five. So it's you get, like, yeah, you usually get two it. in a best of five. And, yeah. And it's literally like, I mean, you as a team are just deciding like, what's our strategy literally every mm-hmm. round? Like, you have to just mentally outthink them. Mm-hmm. You have to, in the game, like, notice, like, hey, they're normally, we're seeing tendencies of this. Mm-hmm. We now have to do this. Like, Pat and I are really, really good at that when we yep. play duos. Um, right. We're really good at, like, we'll see a situation in a game by, like, round four, and maybe the score's, like, 2-2 or they're up 3-1, and we can, on a dime's notice, just figure out how they play and just win right off of that. So it, there's a lot of mental into it. Gotcha. It's, so, it's going to sound cheesy, but, like, it's just like any other, like, sport. Like, you can't just, like, mentally give up at all. Like, if you're, like, playing baseball and you're down by seven runs, like... You can't. It, the second you're like, "Fuck it, we lost this game." Like you definitely lost. Like you always have to be mentally like invested in what's happening. Yeah. So are you able to just pick it, pick it up, and just like 
play a couple games, either either you or do you only have to play competitive? Like I don't know, we Pat, you and I when, when um, what's the one that they're on now? Fucking well, right Cold now, War. right now they're on yeah, Cold, Cold War. War. Yeah. Yeah, I think did we play that one together? Was yeah, it so we warfare? we played for like a minute, but they have skill based matchmaking now. So like because and this is this isn't like a fucking flex, but because like my stats are better than yours, you were in with people like all my skill level. So like it's not fun because you're like a pretty casual player, and then because oh, it's skill based yeah. matchmaking, like they put like we like I was just telling him about this too. Like I can't even play pubs anymore because every game I get into, it's like people are sweating like it's a fucking major tournament for ten thousand dollars. Yeah. It's so fun. It's unbelievable. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I've yeah, never even bad. looked at it. I love pubs. Like, pu- like pubs, like in Black Ops Two, when there was no skill based matchmaking, I had dropped like eighty kills and a bunch of streaks. So okay. much fun. But now it's like everyone's trying their fucking ass off. So. And when did they add that in? This game, I think. This game. Yeah, this, yeah. Oh, this, is the first this, one? this game. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Pubs are way different now because it's like you have guys like us who are like, I can jump on and like, I'm not even like really trying or like invested and like we can drop like 50 60 70 like it's not hard like and again it's not like he's saying it's not a flex like it's just like we've played the game for so many years at like a very high level that like we understand how it all works and it's like we we get into a game and like you have some kid who's like jump shotting drop shotting like you kill him and you hear him calling you out it's like unbelievable yeah like it's it's like they're literally playing a match so it's just not fun anymore so that's gotcha. something we didn't even discuss. Like we literally would go in like private matches, like no time limit, and we would just walk around the map and like figure out call outs, like figure out nade spots, like stun yep. spots. Like we were so invested in the game, dude. Like it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yep. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. I didn't know that that's all it entailed. So what uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to I'm trying to think of how to go about this. With call like what made it so enjoyable at that point? Because it seems like like it was basically a job. Like you guys both said that if you had the free time now, like obviously we all have full time jobs, like you could probably get back into it. Like what made it fun? Because that sounds super like Call of Duty in itself to me is annoying. But like what made it fun at that point, other than the camaraderie, like with uh, your boys? I mean, I mean, I, I'll speak for myself, and I bet I bet Pat probably has some similar kind of drawings from it. I mean, all my life I grew up playing sports. Right. And right. then like when we hit that like 15, 16 inch age, like, dude, I was so burned out. Like I used to play baseball in the summer. I played on three or four different teams, depending on the summer. Then right. I would play on two teams in a fall league. And then in the winter, obviously you can't play outside in Chicago, but there was like indoor uh, wooden bat leagues. So you like wouldn't hit right. the ball that far and like damage like an indoor facility. Yep. So I was literally doing that year round while also <clears> playing like <throat> basketball and football Okay. And it's just like, I don't know, when you hit like 15, 16, if you're not like deeply, deeply into it, like you just don't really, I don't know, right. I just lost interest in it. And then like all these CODs started coming out and my older brother like had money to buy all the systems. Like when I was playing with Pat, it wasn't even on my own 360. Like it was my brother's. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha, gotcha. And he just kind of let me use it. Um, so shout out for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, like it, it's competitive, dude. Like it, it sparks the yep, competitive spirit. Yep. Like it's the same thing as like playing, you know, when you're younger, baseball, soccer, football, whatever it is. Like there's shit talking. It's awesome when you win. Uh, there's money shitty involved sometimes. <laughs> it's shitty when you lose. You get so frustrated. It, it, it literally has all that. Yeah, man. For me, the biggest, I guess it's the same exact thing. Like just the competitive nature of it. Like, I mean, I played sports my whole life. I played soccer. I played, I played baseball. And like, I, 
Uh, in high school, I probably could have played soccer at like a high school level, but no other sport I was like really good enough. Um, and then we didn't have the money to play soccer. So that's kind of when I got started getting invested in Call of Duty, like pretty seriously. And like when we met and stuff, <clears throat> but same thing, dude, it just ignites like the competitive spirit, like especially in like the beginning of those games. Cause like you were usually in game chat. So in, like in between like rounds, like you're talking shit to each other and mm-hmm. like there's, there's genuinely, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Like uh five five like last map like in a series like you're in a 1v1 and you fucking clutch it out it is like the great like you just shit on some kid for the win and like even if it's like a two dollar wager match like it's like fuck like you just you just start going off like it's such a good feeling yeah it's just the competitive nature of it man like i fuck i beat you like it was a it was a fair match fair game sometimes it's not like depending on where you're like who you're playing and like where the ping is and like that was always super annoying but like it's just it's very it's very competitive and it's very it's to the point now where like there's so many good people that you can always find like good competition like we could hop on and play a gb right now and play kids that are like really fucking good um and and it just yeah yeah, it just like we were we we played i mean it's different now because i mean because it's on pc i mean you have like hackers and shit so like you have to look out for that but um like we you can still find matches with pros on like gbs and shit um so that makes it fun too and just like testing yourself like you get a match with like known people like there used to be this kid uh yoshi we played him a couple times coming up yeah. in the scene that kid juke we coming up coming up and like you like yep. so on gb like you find a match but you don't see who's on the team like you just accept the match and yep. then like the, the the screen loads up with like who you're playing and you see it's like a good kid in the scene that like everyone knows or it's like a pro or like a pro am and you're just like oh shit like it's fucking go time like saddle up like you're leaning up in your chair fucking cracking some g fuel like it's just it's very yeah. competitive. So yeah, I, I remember there was a <clears throat> a tourney in Chicago that I went to with my little cousin, um, and it was like a little two on two tournament, because um, like like Pat couldn't come out. Like we're saying, like again, it's the cost was right. like so high back then to like get a flight, stay at a house, like all that, right? Yep. Um, so I went with my cousin, and like he was okay, but he was nowhere near the level of Pat and I. Just yeah. nowhere okay. near. Um, Shout and there was a Max. there was a very yeah shout out Max the kid's so funny, um, but we had a match against these kids who were very well known, and right. Pat knew about it because he's like looking at the bracket. Somehow Max and I just keep winning, and we get to like a semifinal match, and Pat's like, "I know you guys are gonna play these kids. Everyone knows who they are." We end up beating them, yep. and so oh, we damn. beat them, and Good like Pat Pat calls me, he's like, "Dude, you have no idea what's going on in the chat. Like this is crazy. <laughs> like you guys just won." Um, and so that, that's like a pretty cool moment. Like when you beat those people that are like known and stuff, like that's how you get on the map. Um, and that's like what sparks like the interest, like, you know, like, all right, if I beat that guy, like who else can I beat now? So it's like all that mentality. All right. So you, you brought up a good point and this will kind of be the segue out of gaming. Cause you said that you played football, baseball, basketball, um, Pat, says the basketball players are not athletic. Nah, I'm not an athletic sport at all, dude. Where, where, do you, where do you land on that? Because <clears throat> usually he has these hot takes or he's just trolling. Where do you land on that? All right, so everyone who plays a professional sport is athletic. Let's just... All right, so I was so. trolling. Like, obviously it's athletic. Obviously. I, don't, I, don't think yeah. it's, I don't think it's as athletic as most people say. I personally think baseball requires more athleticism. I'm just saying. But you now, said golf. You said golf. Oh uh, yeah, that was baseball. full. That was full troll. That was full troll. Golf, okay. Golf requires yeah. some crazy like knowledge of, and you know people who don't play golf. Kev Kev does play, so he'll know this about it. 
but people who don't know golf and know how it works, like the knowledge you have to have of like your own body and what your own body's doing to make that little fucking ball do what you want it to do is astronomical. I'll give you an example. Yep. Bro. Like I, so I was doing what was called hooking the ball. So like basically, basically it's like almost impossible to make your ball go exactly straight toward your target. Right. So people at really high levels, they either start the ball right and then it curves left on the target or they start the ball left and it curves right on the target. I start the ball right and usually it curves left on my target. So it ends up dead center, but it starts right and comes back left. My ball was going straight and then completely left like 50 yards and I couldn't figure out why. I went and took a lesson yesterday and I take two swings and he goes, yeah, so like in your swing, you're moving your head like uh, six inches forward. Like try not to do that. So I watched the video and he was like, this is what you got to do. This is the drill. Two minutes later, I'm hitting a perfect shot because I was moving my head six inches forward. Like, it's fucking insane how in tune you have to be with your body. So golf, athletic, but basketball is what is much more athletic than golf. I will absolutely concede. I just think baseball is a harder sport. I'm just I'm just gonna put it out there. Oh, base, baseball is yeah. definitely harder. Like, you don't see anyone just pick up a baseball bat and say, I'm going to play baseball. But every like, that's why we see these fucking third world countries able to play basketball like John B's from Cameroon yeah like they're not playing fucking baseball but I just I just need you to say that it's an athletic sport and I need you to run me my hundred dollars if you're not gonna play me in ball dude wait I will cook <laughs> you up shut up yo so wait so you mean you think soccer is not athletic because people in third world countries can play it no I'm saying that it is athletic like you get oh. the craziest athletes I'm saying that bit more people are good at basketball and soccer because it's more accessible generally oh, that's, so that's what i'm saying yeah, like they, they produce more athletes and i think miguel was kind of right that you don't really see like you see fat people play basketball for the most part but i've never seen fatter professional baseball? no also basketball like shaq was fat as fuck oh yeah like, true shaq shaq kind of yeah, got fat and center, centers don't require much athleticism you can just be tall and fucking well well then now they're a little bit more athletic that's true that's true yeah. but but yeah, dude. Like, so if you look at like a lot of baseball players look unathletic, so it's it's pretty like Gene, Gene Segura, dude. He's built like a goddamn potato, bro. That shit is that's, crazy. That's where that's where it come it comes from. But I just needed you to say that it it was at least athletic, or at least admit golf. So my my gripe's done. And we agree that soccer is more athletic than both of them, because yeesh. Uh, I I don't know. Bro, soccer. Like, I've had that. We've had that discussion. We were watching a game today. Those motherfuckers. Like they run, they have to run like 15 miles. Like, oh, easily, easy. easily, easily. It's fucking they insane. They track somebody do it. They track somebody doing it, and I want to say, either a women's World Cup or the actual World Cup. I don't really watch too much after the U.S. is out usually, but um, yeah, they tracked them with like a, a thing in their their boot. They're called boots, right? Like that's what they call fucking soccer Please. cleats. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it, it was insane. But I don't know. I think it's like. Like we talked about with Miguel, it's definitely a different type of athleticism, but um, it, it depends on what what your what your preference is. Like, yeah, are I mean, soccer players faster? Most likely, like I would most likely say that all like soccer yeah. players are faster in basketball, but stronger. I don't I don't necessarily know at that point. I would say they're faster and their endurance is better. Just saying. So like, I don't know. Oh, definitely. I don't know. Endurance. It's different. I mean, it's it's a, different running. It's a though, nonstop right? sport at that point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I was I was capping. I was just I was just trolling because I mean that's what I fucking do. I I just I I find basketball to be so goddamn boring. Dude, but 
Like, I, I, I definitely get why you say it's boring, and especially because somebody wrote on your post, and Melissa and I were talking about it the other night. The Sixers were down, and it was 45 seconds left, and I was like, okay, well, this is going to be the longest seven minutes of my life. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, dude. The, the, end, the end of a basketball game is definitely mm-hmm. rough. Like, it's, it's really rough. But I think that if you looked into like the strategicness of like when they're calling timeouts and just understood it a little bit more. No, like, I, I do understand it. Like I I like, do understand like it. Baseball. I just think it's boring. Like, okay, like it's just so it's very drawn out. It's very, very drawn out. I'm not saying it's not ex like it can't be exciting. Like if you're if your home team is up like one point and there's two minutes left and, oh, it gives me anxiety, dude. It's the worst. It's, yeah. it's very, oh, yeah. it's definitely very like you're on the edge of your seat. Like I think um, you and I talked about this on the last podcast, didn't we? When what's his face hit the three pointer with like no time left. Who the fuck yeah. was it? I uh, have no clue. They're knocked out now, though. I think. No, no, no. This was uh, this was the Sixers a few years ago. Oh, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Yeah. Like oh, when yeah. that when that happened, like that that series of events. I don't even like basketball. You know what I'm talking about, Kev? Where he like hit yep. the rim, bounced up, Triple and then came back down. I was like. What the fuck? Like, I was heartbroken. I don't even like, but like as a competitor, I was like, I cannot imagine losing a fucking game that way. That's insane. But right. like, if it's one, I mean, if it's not your own team, like you're probably just like, can this fucking game just end? And two, it's like, it's just, it's such a long period of time. Like one minute on the clock means probably fifteen. <laughs> like, yeah. yes. But yeah, I, I think, yeah. Go ahead, because I want to hear yeah. about the Bulls. Yeah. I want to hear about yeah. some Bulls basketball. Yeah. Oh, God, that's a project in itself. They're about to turn <laughs> in the process like the Sixers. That team dude. stinks, dude. But I, I will say this, just to kind of wrap up the sports talk. My one thing about baseball is this, and Pat knows this, and I tell a lot of people this. Baseball is the only sport where you can't decide a game with your best player. And what do I mean by that is this. when you In basketball, you can give the ball to Michael. You can give the ball to LeBron. You give it to your best player. Football. You quarterback, you could drop the play to your certain wide receiver, do whatever you want. <clears throat> Soccer, you take a penalty kick with whoever you choose. Hockey, you pick your line, etc. Baseball is whoever's up, dude, that's who's up. And maybe yep. you sub them for a bench player, but that's it. Yep. Like There is no, we're putting our best hitter up. It's just who's ever in the lineup is up. So it's such a, you have to be so deep. And you got to think, you're playing 162 games from basically April to September. Like, right. have fun. You know, like, so that you got to be such in such good shape because any little nagging injury, I mean, you have a game the next day and it's probably 98 out and good luck to you. You know, like that's, that, that's and there's no time limit. There's no yeah. time. limit. You got 20 yeah. set. You got, you know, three outs, nine innings. Like, it's just, I don't know that that has. Always, and, you know, obviously you can go into extra innings and like that's nonstop until somebody wins. I've always found that very like intriguing and exciting about baseball. Like no time limit. Like if this guy, if this guy fouls off 200 baseballs, like he's just going to fucking stand there and bat 200, you know, 200 swings. Um, I love baseball, man. I really do. But. Yeah. The only, the only thing that I'll kind of give a little bit of pushback on, and I get the batter, but we've definitely seen teams ride hot pitchers and pitch more short rest just because they're oh, yeah. better. So, oh, so aces the, are important for sure. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only no, he, but no, I definitely, I definitely get that when it comes to the batters. Like, and a lot of, a lot of times, at least in Philly, we had Chase Utley and Ryan Howard, but we've never even had a player that when they come up, it's like, oh, this, I'm glad he's up. Other than those two, in my lifetime. Yeah. So yeah. like, even I mean, I even was hoping Bryce at, would be that guy, but like, 
Dude, yeah. there's still there's still fucking time. Like, true. True. Right now it's JT, bro. He comes up the bat, and I'm like, all right, here we go, brother. We're good. Love it. I, I just want I just want that player like when we were growing up, where you had to stop and watch their at bat. Like even if we were down ten one, exactly every single time. There's every there's time, there's so many like I don't want to say flaws flaws with this team. Well, there are a lot of flaws with the Phillies at this point, but like. I thought Bryce was going to be that guy. He's my favorite player. He's been my favorite player since he got drafted to the Nationals. But he is not – he's just not doing what I expected him to. And, like, I was really banking on them bringing the universal DH so that the back end of that contract for him would look a little bit better. Yeah. But at, at this point, like – And he can stay healthy. Like, it's he coming. Stay I think another year. I think next yeah. year they're going to have it, yeah. yeah. I thought that this would have been the best year to do it after they just did it last year. Like, just keep that. But they kept the fucking – Runner on second and extra innings. Yeah, that yeah. shit. I actually, I don't even mind that. I don't mind that. Dude, at I all, can't actually. stand. I can't stand it because it usually goes against us. Like we're so terrible in extra innings. It's like it's we're a shame. Just, we're bad with runners in scoring position. Period. Oh, so, if your bullpen dude. sucks, it's it's yep. brutal for extra <laughs> Which innings. Which it does. Like, yeah. like yeah, I, can, I can't remember one time, even in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, like our bullpen wasn't good. We just had amazing starters and a really good closer. Like. Just, sure, we I had Ryan Madsen, yo. Don't do him like that. Ryan had... Madsen was the closer. Yeah. In in Not halfway through 09, they fucking put him on the bench because he was ass. Yeah, but do do you remember 08 or 09? Like, when you think about Brad Lidge's career? Oh, wait, obviously. 54 and 0. Yeah, like, come on. What are we doing? Exactly. So, so like, we're, we're not going to put him out to the pasture because he had one mediocre year after a fucking historic one. Yeah. He's the, I got his jersey, bro. He's he's the goat closer. Yeah, that, that was your guy, yo. It really was my guy, dog. I I was so hyped every time because he had the like the best fucking like, um. He would come in the clothes and they would play like the promo for him, and it was just so lit every time. Oh my god, I loved it. But yeah, dude. The I mean, you went to a Phillies game and then I I went to one. It's just not the same. Like they're they're doing BOGO tickets right now for Fourth yeah. of July weekend. Like fucking July weekend. That, that used oh. to be the shit. Like you get the fireworks show after that. And yeah. Just, like, I remember when I worked there. That was my favorite shit, bro. It was just so. Really? It was like, yeah, because like we didn't do anything. Like we had to st- we had to stay and work because like we cut the concessions open. But, yeah. Like no one came to get food. They were all sitting there watching the fireworks. They were like, yeah, just go chill with your fan. Like because my mom worked there. They were like, go chill with yeah. your mom, watch the fireworks, have a good time. So lit, so much fun. Um, so but yeah, buy said- one get one Fourth of July is insane. Like they must really be desperate. Yeah, that's you wild. said that your dad has um has had ticket season tickets to the Cubs for a while. I need to know because like here, I think all of our stadiums suck. Like, mm. like Citizens Bank Park is cool, but I went I to say, I what, love CBP. What? Do I went to Progressive Field in um Cleveland? That's the only that and Camden Yards are the only other stadiums I've been to. Citizens Bank Park looks like a fucking dump compared to Progressive Field. Obviously, it's like a little bit newer and it's downtown. But what's it like? What is it about Wrigley Field? Like, obviously, it's Americana. Like, <laughs> yeah. so explain to people who have never been. You've never been there, yeah. right, Pat? No, I haven't. We're we. Uh, I mean, if they're yeah. in the playoffs, we're going. But yeah, yeah. My play, I might fly out one day this uh, this summer and and go to a game with Kev. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so the nice thing about Wrigley now is so before <clears throat> it used to be it used to be kind of a dump, um, right. but we got the new owner Tom Ricketts, so the Ricketts gotcha. family. Um, his dad owned like a bunch of banks. He had like a huge stake in Chase and JP Morgan. So he very wealthy people. Right. Um, and so everything is brand new. Like you see like all the screens now and everything, like all the concrete in the stadium, you know, like the walkways, the stairs, mm-hmm. the, the structure, it's all brand new. 
So okay. Wrigley is basically, um, I mean, Wrigley is basically one of the oldest parks and yep. it looks brand new now. Um, what I always tell people that's so crazy about Wrigley is um, it's literally when you're a kid, right? And you, everyone, most people played Little League. You know, when you go to your little league ballpark, it's like there, you're, there's houses around. You're literally on like a neighborhood street, right? Right. That is what Wrigley is. It is in the dead center of a neighborhood, literally kitty corner and right across the street from Wrigley, there are houses and people Jesus live there. Christ. You, If you go to a day game at like 120 and you're there at like 10 a.m., go to a bar or something, there are moms walking their children in a stroller. There are people walking their dogs. <laughs> it is literally a neighborhood. Um, it's the weirdest thing. Like you'll just drive and you think maybe like you're lost, right? You're like, right. what the hell? Like it's just house, 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 house. And then you turn, boom, Wrigley's right there. It is the weirdest thing. It's, it's literally like a neighborhood team. And so that's probably why it has such appeal. Um, it's also the only stadium still around that Jackie Robinson played in. So there you go. Oh, damn. That's yep. bog. I didn't even know that. Yep. Neither did I. I mean, Jesus he did not Christ. play in Fenwick. So, holy shit, that's, that's yeah. insane. So it's like right in the middle of houses. That's crazy because I think yeah. Pat and I talked about it not too long ago. Like the original plan for the union, like they were going to put it downtown in center, in center City. So that's <clears> fucking <throat> insane that Wrigley Field is in the middle of just like a residential neighborhood. I couldn't imagine them doing yeah. that in Philly. Like the way ours is set up is so shitty. I thought yeah, it's kind of whack. Yeah. See, like, the cool thing, too, about Wrigley is, like, since, like I was saying, across the street, there's houses and there's, yep. like, bars. There are people that own those, like, um, call them, like, almost apartment townhouses, mm-hmm. townhouses, excuse me, that are, like, you know, three, four stories tall. Yeah. At, the, at the top of them, they put bleachers, and they're called the rooftops. You can see into Wrigley from across the street on top of someone's apartment building. That's dope. When, when there are big games, there will be people in like the third floor of their apartment building just with the window open, and they're just sitting there looking out the window watching the game. And you can see right into Wrigley. That's so Paul. Yeah. Like you can buy – there's bars that have the rooftops across the street, and yep. you can buy a ticket. It's like 150 bucks. You go to the bar, and it's all you can eat and drink until the seventh inning, and you watch the game. So, like, a lot of people almost prefer that instead of, right. like, Wrigley. We're like, dude, a beer at Wrigley right now is, like, 15 bucks. Like, yeah, it's insanity. Really... Like, it's it's unbelievable. But, I mean, that's what you get if you want, a, like, a huge market team. That That's kind of how it works. <clears throat> right. 100%. So, with that, being, with that being said, what was it like? Because I'm a huge Eagles fan. Like, you can't see around here. I have, like, Eagles shit. What was it like when they finally won the World Series? Oh, so I was actually there. Um, oh, shit. That's what's up, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so that's um, that's probably one of the coolest moments I've ever experienced in my life. Um, seeing my dad, because, like, my dad was a huge – I mean, he's always been a huge Cubs fan. Yep. And so, like, most people – if anyone's a baseball fan, you might know, like, the Cubs have Chris Bryant. He won the MVP. Yep. Um, I'll never forget the day that um, the Cubs drafted him. So he went second overall. The Astros took a pitcher instead. And, like, it take? was, like, they took a guy who's not even in the MLB anymore. His name was, like, okay. Mark Appel or something like that. Gotcha. Um, he was horrible. Um, and everyone, the consensus was, like, they're going to take, like, the number one pick, the Astros are going to take Chris Bryant, right? Like, everyone right. thought it. And... My dad, I was in school because the draft was during the day. My yeah. dad called. I got a 
on the intercom, I heard like, oh, Kevin Reyes, like report to the principal's office. I'm like, what did I do? You know, <laughs> right. it's literally my dad's on the phone and he's like, you will not believe what happened. Like we just got Chris Bryant. Like he was that excited of a prospect That's insane. because he knew like, this is the guy we need. Like we yeah. have to have him, or like, we're never going to get there. And so like when we went, um, I went with my mom's dad. So my grandpa, um, right. he was 92 or 93 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they won, and a month to the day after, he passed away. Um, oh, and he damn. had never seen him win. No, well, it's, like, right. cool. You know, like, he yeah, was super and old, and he was, like, really right. sick and everything. Um, but, like, dude, that was one of, like, the coolest moments. Because it's, like, I saw him. Like, he's 90-plus, and he's never seen it in his life. And, like, yep. I've never seen, like, him that happy in my life. And I was, yeah. like, that's insane. And then, like, my dad, dude, was, like, a little kid. Like, he did not want to leave I'm the stadium sure. for, like, hours. He was, like, no, you have to witness this. Um like this is huge, and so, yeah, it was electric. I almost probably threw up during the extra innings when really? that all that oh when they hit that home run to tie it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just that's the whole like Cub way, right? Like everyone yep. knows him as like the lovable loser. So it was like I was getting ready to ask you that. Did you think yeah. you were actually like obviously? Um, Philly, we always think that everybody's out to get us, so we really thought the Eagles were cursed. Did you think that the Cubs were cursed to an extent? I mean, like the old. So, like I had said, they they were owned by the Tribune. Like, yep. dude, the Tribune didn't give a shit where right. they finished because they're going to collect money anyways. Like, the thing about the Cubs is, like, they're going to sell out or 75% pretty much every day. And it doesn't yeah. matter if they're in last place or in first. Like, right. what will matter is just the price of the ticket. But, like, people mm-hmm. are going to go. It doesn't matter. Um, but now that we have an owner that, like, at least cares where he'll spend money, he'll go all the way to the luxury tax. You know, like. Right he try to win. It's like, okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, like it, it did feel like that, but for me, it was like, I don't really think like that. And maybe just because I was too young, like I wasn't there for a lot of the nineties baseball where like they were good yep. and they would win their division every year. And then they would just lose win their division yeah. lose. Um, so I probably just didn't have enough like knowledge yet to understand right. like the whole totality of it. But no, I, I just like believed, like, I don't know. It, it sounds weird, but like, I just knew like those guys were so like, our team was so loaded. Yeah, um, dude, you guys were stacked. I mean, we were just loaded. Unreal. Uh, so, yeah. So do you think, do you think um, Chris Bryant's going to be a Cub for a lot longer? I mean, like I, um, I would, Pat loves, what, how do you pronounce his name, Pat? Alec what? Boom. Yeah. He boom. loves him. I, I would, I'm not a fan of him and mm-hmm. he's been thrown around on sports talk radio as hold up one- hold up hold up we need to talk <laughs> about this because i talked to kev about this the other day why do you let's let's talk about why you don't like him bro because he was one of the major pieces and why we didn't get nolan arnado or whatever fuck his name is from the rockies that went to the cardinals okay that's fine but he's the future of fucking no hold up be honest. No, he's not he's not the future he should not Kevin? he should not be a top three player on your team Kevin? Boom. yeah I mean, the guy's young, man. You gotta, you gotta wait a little bit. Um, he's good. I mean, look at his build of the kid, right? He's, he's a big kid. Like, yep. he is lengthy. He has that kind of KB build where he's just a huge ass man. Um, I, I would give him some time. I, I would wait a little bit. That's not something. And that actually, the Cubs and the Phillies talked about that trade. We wanted Bohm for KB. We wanted Bohm and like two other prospects for KB, and they were like, no. Um, yeah. So that, no. that's what I was gonna say before Pat. Pat made me um, say my reason because that's what they're still floating around at this point because obviously he's on – I don't want to say a downside, and I'm not out on him. 
I just last year Pat made some outrageous claims that he was like going to be the next clutch star, and I'm like, okay, it's like a small sample size. It's not even a full season. Let's see how it looks. And now he's like regressed back to the mean a little bit. Like he's still good. He's just last year he played out of his mind. Nah, he's just in a slump right now, bro. That's all. Spaceball man. Spaceball man. Lot yeah. of lot of games. Lot of games. Yeah. But that that was more so my pushback. Like I'm I'm super salty that we that we didn't get the dude from Colorado, and that's mostly because um, well <laughs> I told I told Pat when Christian Yelich was linked to a trade for us, like we gave up, we would have had to give up pieces that wouldn't have got us JT. Like then we wouldn't have had the pieces to get him. So I'm not mad about that. But like mm-hmm. I feel like every trade that I want them to make, they never pull the trigger on in every sport except for the Eagles, and then they never fucking work out. But yeah, that's why I was that's why I was upset. And like we're holding on to him, and I just don't think that he'll ever reach the potential of those two, like Chris Bryant and Arnado. He could, and then I like I'm always ready to eat my words. Like I'm eating my words with Ben Simmons really big right now. Pulse. But um yeah, yeah that's why I was throw. salty. Dude, he's <laughs> so terrible. And he's, yeah. my, and he's my he's my favorite on the team too, and it's so hard to defend that dude. But uh, I mean if you want Bohm to live up to like what KB and Arenado is, that's a lot to ask. I mean, you got KB won. KB joined the league. He won rookie. Like of the year. He won rookie of the year. Then the next year, he won MVP and the World Series. Yep. He's a four-time All Star. He's probably going to get it again this year because his numbers this year are exactly what he had MVP, and yep. we're in first place in the division, and no one thought we were. So it's like, I don't know. Asking that kid to live up to that is a lot. Like. <clears throat> KB was like a very prized prospect. Like everyone knew, like, holy shit, like this kid is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm not asking him to live up to that. But when people are saying we should hold on to him because he's going to be that, mm. which is what a lot of people okay. call in and say, he's, al- he's already on pace to be better than him. Well, no, because he-, he didn't win rookie of the year. But like, like if you're saying that's what he's going to be, then that's what I'm going to expect. It's like everybody said that after Wentz got hurt, like he was going to come back and be Aaron Rodgers. Like, okay, we have to hold him to that standard at that point. Yeah. But like, no, I think that's unfair to compare them as well. Just like when, when Bryce came out, he was kind of in the same, the same boat, but then. Oh, should have won rookie of the year, bro. I still stand by that. Well, that's because you're a homer. That's not true. I, I kind of agree with him on it too. The Brewers pitcher winning that was trash. Ridiculous. Fine. Uh, ridiculous. Boom should have won that 100%. Yeah, I just think you can't really win it when your team's not that good. Like, am I? Am not I true at all? In what? my, in my opinion, MVP, but, yes, rookie of the year. I, rookie of the year is more individual. In my opinion. Yeah. 100%. Also, I think it's hard to give it to the. So here's my problem. Like right now, a lot of people want like Degrom to win the MVP. Yeah. Um, I hate that. Too, it's the thing, man. It's so hard to win an MVP when you only play once every five days. True. Like it's just True. it's like so that. hard because oh, you yeah, don't impact man. you don't impact your team the other four days and it's like his, that's his great. Is so low. Yeah, but, but but that's great that you win every fifth day. But if your team goes one and three the other four days, yeah, I mean, your team sucks. You know what Not I mean? Only that, so it's like but this motherfucker plays every every five days, but then he only goes like five six innings. Like what the fuck? He really like if you look at it statistically, he he almost never goes that deep. He gets hurt a lot, but yeah, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. 0.59 ERA, and, and I think they said the second half of what we played so far is still fucking insane. Mm-hmm. So. Baseball awards are always so weird for me because I feel like, at least in the AL, for the most part, it's kind of becoming like the MVP in basketball when Jordan played. Like, you have to give it to someone else at some point. But, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm, 
we talked about this last time too, Pat. Like, there's so many different awards that I don't necessarily agree with because, like, NBA and NFL, they do. I don't know how hockey does it, but they do the MVP before the playoffs start, but then your team can get knocked down in the first round and you still won the MVP. So, like, <laughs> things like that kind of weird me out. I don't know how baseball does it fully. What'd you I say? Think, I think I, I do agree with that because, I mean, not – well – It's mm, a regular season award. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a regular season award. It's a regular award. season like, award. You know, like, the playoffs shouldn't be taken into account because not every team goes Agreed. into the playoffs. So, like, if you're on the worst team in the league but you're the best player in the league, like, you just don't get a chance at the MVP because – your team, the rest of your team sucks. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, like, put it this way, right? Like, you don't like if if someone gets knocked out in the first round, right? But like, okay, let's do like Russ, right? When when Westbrook won the MVP, it's like, dude, right. that team was so bad when they lost KD. Like, go look at that roster. It's yeah, they were unbelievably trash. horrible. So like, getting to the playoffs is like, it you know like over eighty two games and hoops like that's hard to do. It just is. So it's yeah, like I mean, stuff that's, like that. That's why I thought Steph should have got like Steph was more of a deserving vote getter than he got. Like I, I think the Embiid should have won it. He missed too many games. Like Jokic just doesn't. I, I, I think that you can easily take him out of a game. But with that being said, like Steph getting that Warriors team that was, in my opinion, like not garbage, oh. but they were pretty bad, yeah. getting them even to a play in. Like he sh- he deserved votes, but I think in like basketball is a little bit different because more than half of the teams make it. Like twenty out twenty out of thirty basically make it. So most likely, the the candidate is going to come from a playoff team. So at that point, it should be like mm-hmm. it should be considered. But it's always going to be it's always going to be like that because obviously, like right now, I would want Embiid to win it because he's playing a little bit longer. But he's pro- we're probably going to get knocked out tonight. So yeah, that collapse was fucking. Yeah, that's two that's games in a row. Me. Doc Rivers is such a shit show of a coach, but he's still better than Brett Brown at this point. But do you watch fighting at all, Kev? Do you watch any of the fights? A little bit, but I don't have like the knowledge Pat does. Like I'll watch, um, but I don't know like you know technical terms and like why they're doing what they're doing. But yeah, yeah. I, I I do definitely watch like every weekend. If there's fights on, I'll fucking watch. Did you watch last weekend's fights? Yes. All right. Thoughts. Pat, you go first. What did you think of the fights? Obviously, we talked about the co-main event with Figueredo. And, yeah. And the, the way, I think the weight fucked him up, but he looked made awful. Some cash on that. He looked so did bad. You? I lost yeah. some cash. I lost $150 <laughs> last week, bro. Um, Brandon, dude. Moreno looked great. Like, I don't, I don't, there's literally no other way to say it. He looked like, at first I was like, man, Figueredo looks like shit. Right. And I kind of was like, oh, he just didn't show up. But, like, you just can't take away from the fact that that motherfucker showed up ready to do his thing. And you could just see it, like, in the way he was performing. Like, that motherfucker was not losing. Like, he just was in it to win it. So, after the first round, I kind of knew that that was kind of how that was going to go. Um, I didn't want it to go that way. But, like, at, just because I bet on it. But afterwards, right. like... Thing, Dude, that emotion was, was insane. Yo, dead ass. Well, then, like, you see the pose of, like, him, like, being the last pick in tough and tough then getting, getting cut, from cut the after seat. losing two fucking Like, fights. that is a vibe check, bro. Like, god yeah. damn. So, Do you run it back right away? Get the trilogy or... Yeah, I feel like you have to. They're one-on-one. Like, I mean... You think, hmm. you think so? Although, I don't know, because, like, he did kind of get torched, so... Um, yeah. I say give Figueredo time off, give him one other fight, and then, you know, 
then if he wins that fight, they run him back. It could have been the cut. Apparently, he walks around like 160, which is Dude, fucking he's insane. So, he's Holy so hell. big. No homo. He cuts down to 125. That is insane. He got there with like 35 seconds left during the weigh-ins or some shit. Yeah, that's just... Uh, he should probably just move up. Move up to 35. Like, fuck. He said, he said he was going to, and there's a lot of fun fights from there. I think if he moves up and Moreno loses that belt, that division's done. Yeah, that I point. agree. I agree. It might be done now. Like, if he, because, like, even the announcers were like, I just want to see the, these two guys fight for, like, five or six times in a row. Like, nobody fucking wants to watch that. We want to see, like, a bunch mm-hmm. of different shit happening. So, I mean, what right. happened to Benavidez, bro? He used to be relevant. Shit. He got, dude, he got knocked out twice by fucking. Figueredo and then lost two more times. Yeah, Poor dude. Know, but maybe he'll man. get another shot at the belt now that Figueredo doesn't have it anymore. Maybe. Who knows, bro? I mean, that, that division is just ass. But anyway, uh, that was co-main, right? What was the fight right before that? Something else. But, oh. Leon, Leon and Nate. All right, Leon yeah, and that Nate. Is. That fight was but, nuts. I know. Nate dude, is the better fighter. I, I will say, I, I just Nate's the better fighter. love okay, how Nate, Nate fights, dude. He just... Dude, he refuses to give up. I Here's fucking love that, dude. Here's the thing. I'm going to ask you guys both. If that fight goes to the death, who wins? Nate. Nate. It's not to the death. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Like, yeah, I know, but like that means that said. means he's the better fighter. That yeah. means he's the better fighter. That's that's I, it. I don't know if that I don't know if that's necessarily true. I guess it is. Like, what do okay, you so mean? Okay, so if it went to if it went to death, if is he a better fighter than Conor McGregor? Uh, yeah, probably. He probably, you're, yeah. You're you're saying you're saying that now, after you said that Nate Diaz is trash, Nate for, Diaz is well, trash, bro. But he's a better he's fighter. Trash. He's a better he's not fighter. Trash. I mean, look, man. Here's the thing: is I hated Nate Diaz. Like, literally, couldn't stand him. And that but motherfucker. Why? That but why do you hate him? That's I think why I don't understand. I thought he was overrated. Number one. Two. I hate the fact that that motherfucker disappears for like ever. Comes back and gets major fights. And three. The only reason people are behind him right now is because he's the guy that choked out Conor McGregor, which was like, you know, like, whatever, like, ride your wave. But that motherfucker just leaves and then comes back and gets major fights. Like, why do you leave for a year and a half, maybe longer, and then come back and get number three? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Bro, if you were in his situation, you'd do the exact same. I Why would, fight, why fight in these sense. other fights if you don't have to? There's no point. Right, like, there's no point. Like, but it doesn't make any sense. But, and but, why would he fight without fans? Like, did you that, see how that place fucking popped yeah, when he oh, came out? Seriously, bro. People, I didn't realize he was loved like that. Like, dead ass. I really didn't. And honestly, he won me, he won me over in that fight. Like, that shit... Like, I honestly wish the ref would have let the Masvidal fight go now. Because it's like, could that motherfucker yeah. have come back and won that shit? Like, Most he, likely. God damn that That's shit. That's why I asked for five-round fights. Like, the oh. first ever not-title fight, the third fight, like, insane. That the third fight, it wasn't a title fight, and it was five rounds. And he because wins, he wanted he, it. He wins it if he just follows up at the, in the end of the fifth yep. round. He yeah, wins he it if he follows chance. up at the end of the fifth round. He oh, clipped yeah. him. I watched it happen, and I had money on that. So I was like, I jumped out of my chair like this and was holding my head like, Leon, you cannot do this to me. But so like, you bet on Leon even though you think he's trash. Yeah, because he should have beat Nate Diaz. Like, Unreal. 100% should have beat Nate Diaz. Anyway, like, <laughs> this motherfucker took an ass whooping for like four rounds minus like two minutes of those rounds was clapping at the dude as he's getting punched in the face like all right man that was pretty good like that is just straight gangster dog psycho then, yeah at you just minute, noticed that about him dude one minute left in the fifth round you clipped this fool and you could have won the fight and instead of winning you don't even give a fuck about winning you just point at him and laugh and flip him off like it was so lit 
like, God Dude, that, damn. See, that, that's why you're saying you hate that he can just dip and then come back whenever he wants. But that's why he can do that, bro. Because he right? puts people in the fucking seats and he puts people oh. what on the fucking screen. People want to see that shit, dude. He probably made He's so an much entertainer, money. dude. He probably like, made so much money. So what do you do next with him, Pat? Leon, obviously, he's he's already drawing at Masvidal. That's probably the next fight. Uh, well, not what's, his get name? what's his name called him out? Um, Damian Maya called him out. I, I, I mean, if... You know, Damian Maya's not getting Nate Diaz. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, he <laughs> might, for the last fight, he might. I mean, I don't know. No, Nate, Nate Diaz isn't taking a fight against Damian Maya. Nate, Nate Jorge too. That should be lit. Yeah. So, so you I, think that's I'd what should that. be next for Nate? Yeah, I, I do Nate, Nate Jorge too. Put the BMF belt on the line. That'd be cool. He's the only fighter where he loses and his stock still goes up every single so time. So weird. So weird. Hey, man. But it's not, dude. Like you, he he literally does nothing to be hated, and people like. People just randomly hate him because he doesn't want to take fights against bums. Like, he put the fucking time in to be able to pick his fights at this point. And he's I a fan mean, favorite. He beat Conor McGregor and got a bunch of fans. That's why he can pick his – he can pick his No, fans. dude, he had, he had fans before. Like, everybody loved his brother. Yeah, I know. And then that that's kind of where it came from. And when he won tough, like, he was, he was supposed to be the next one. And, like, I think he pretty much lived up to it. Like, he's a Hall of Famer easily. Yeah, he'll make it in the he, Hall of Fame. Easily a Hall of Famer, but he I think, almost he almost heel hooked your boy in the second round too. That shit was like he got a leg. I told you, you said you said that Nate was trash. I said he's gonna come and it's gonna be a game fight. Like that was, I I picked Leon to win because I think that Leon's probably. I mean, he still lost. You know, twenty twenty fucking three out of twenty five minutes. Like it's like. Oh yeah, but I didn't say it was gonna be a close fight. But I said that he's not gonna get finished. Like you I said, was, he was gonna get starched. He should. He should have. He fucking should have. Like, but nobody put nobody puts Nate out. He's been finished once by Josh Thompson with a crazy random head kick. Yeah, that shit was. Uh, that was a that was a nuts fight. And my 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 opinion of Diaz changed. I will probably watch all his fights from now on. That was very. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. You got all right, hey. Pain. Yeah. Um, and then the final the final fight, dude. I mean, Izzy just looked like absolutely unbelievable. Still, Hello. Still the best middleweight, easily. Yeah, like every everybody thinks that he's that he's done after he lost to Jan. He's still easily the best middleweight, and it's hilarious to me that Marvin Vittori thinks he won the fight. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Bro, I actually no. couldn't fucking believe that. Like, first of all, like Izzy walks up to him at the end of the fight, and like you can see it, like him say, like, "Do you think he won that one?" And then like you see the the back of Marvin's head, and then Izzy just like rolls his eyes. Yeah. And so like. Then they go to the center of the cage and like you know how like they he hold his hands up. He puts his fucking hand up like he won it. the fight. And then it's fifty forty five, all three judges, and he rolls his eyes like you got starched, bro. Dude. Like it wasn't even close. Like he, first of all, that fight pissed me off the whole time. Like you and I talked about it, how he only got it because Izzy wanted to fight in June. If he didn't want to fight in June, he fights Whitaker, and then none of this happens. So first of all, you're lucky to be there. Back. Second. You're True. holding on to the fact that you fought a guy to a split decision and lost. That shit pisses me off. Like he really thought yeah. he won. He really. You know won. how you feel. You know how you feel about Sean O'Malley doing the O and yeah. saying he's still undefeated. Like okay. that's how that makes me feel. Yeah. Because like you lost, just just take it. And Izzy even hold said that. Yeah, he said L. if he holds his L and goes back to the drawing board, like he'll probably get better, and I'll see him again. But well, if he keeps so saying he beat me, to that effect, the fucking first round, he goes back to his corner, and the corner goes. Like, yeah. you need to pick it up. Yeah. We lost that round. He goes, no, fuck you. I won that round. Yeah. What are you talking about, dude? Like, you're That's cocky. Don't you lost the round. 
dumb. Like, and, and even if you did like win the round, you got to fight like you lost the round. Cause fuck, right. like, ah oh, man, bro, it's just like Izzy is just a uh, uh, a freak, man. Like it's, um, I think he showed some improvements in his grappling, which is huge. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's there's no one in the division that I think can touch him in the stand up. Like your best bet is I think a guy like. Guy like who? I'm assuming he's gonna say Uriah Hall. That's what that's what I'm gonna assume. Sorry, um, so, your best bet is a guy like um I almost said Frank Yeager. Frank Yeager's not who I was trying to think of. Robert Jesus Whitaker. Christ. But fight style like Frank Yeager or Robert Whitaker, where like they're a little bit smaller and stockier and like they have a lot of power in their punches and they're in and out real quick. Like if Robert Whitaker can get in and like clip them, kind of like how we saw with like Ro- uh, it's kind of a poor example, but like Rose and Joanna, where everyone was like, no one's ever gonna touch her in the striking, and she just got in and fucking bopped her and rocked her. Then it was like right. kind of game over from there. That those are the type of people that I think it's gonna take to be Izzy. No one is gonna just be like, I'm just gonna fight you in a stand up battle and like go like stay on the outside and like it'll just never happen, never happen. Bruh, but you know who my pick is. And all he has to do Stay is get. Till I'm gonna fucking turn yeah, off the he just has. He just uh, has to get. get most through. overrated fighter in the UFC, dude. dude all right, well, you say, you say that about everyone. You say that about literally trash. everyone. He is ranked seventh. He is awful. Come on, he's don't do the so girl like bad. that, bro. Right, he's dude. How so you gonna say he's trash? Yeah. He's ranked seventh. He's so bad, on, bro. He's so bad. But, dude, I'm. I'm just saying, go watch. Go watch his kickboxing fights. Like, I'm not saying that he's gonna win. I'm saying that he's probably the person who could point strike with him the best. Like, I'm not saying he's winning. I'm saying that if somebody's going to stand with him, I want to see Till do it. How about Chris Weidman? Like, oh, I'm the guy to beat Rob. Uh, what's his name? Is he like, you're How about that he's walking, dude? Yeah, props to him. Shout out to him. He's walking and training, even though he said, yeah, you definitely shouldn't train for 12 months. And he's yeah. already back hitting pads. Off topic, uh, my soon-to-be new boss. When was this going to air? Two weeks? Uh, Tomorrow. <laughs> okay, well, nice. whatever. He's out there now. My soon-to-be yep. new boss... Uh, is like his like childhood friend is actually friends with um, uh, what's his name, Chris Weidman. Like we were talking, we were talking about him for like twenty minutes during my interview. Um, he was like, yeah, he's doing like really good. Like he's like, whatever. This is the third, but um, super good to hear that like somebody who's actually close to him. It's like not like a social media. Like I'm putting yeah. this out there so like people think I'm doing okay. Like uh, yeah, someone- they're always skewed like that. Yeah, so uh, that's a vibe check. So yeah. how much do you get into your new your new shit? How much can I get into it? Yeah. I signed a, a non-disclosure agreement about the name of the company and like... Yeah, um, don't, don't give that. Yeah, yeah that don't. shit. Um, but basically, I'm doing what I do now at turn five for just more money. Um, okay. It's a, it's a vibe, bro. Amen. Like, um, Yeah, the door is open. It's, uh, it's, it is a software company, so the door is open to like moving to IT. That was made like very, very clear. Right. Um, and it's just something that... It's 100% remote, so there are just there's Yo. no cons. Man. There's no cons at all. Um, I'm super excited about it. So that's what's up, dude. If I had round of applause like Joe Budden, I would hit it right now. I mean, you can just clap it up for me if you want. You know, I'm not gonna do it myself. Nah, it's not. It, do, it doesn't have. It doesn't have the same effect. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, right. one topic I wanted to get. Uh, do you have? Do you have something specific you want to talk about, Dev? No, no, no. I was gonna ask you how Brady's looking. Um. Yeah, we we I actually haven't seen him. I think he he's been doing. I mean, this is the biggest fight of his career, so I don't even think he's been in in grind out. So I think he's been doing his thing down okay. people. But um, I wanted to get into 
uh let's talk college man i really i really wanted to, to talk about this with, with with you both and just get your takes um got it i, I feel like yeah. so kev I'm a, I'm a flex for you kev got his master's i don't know if he already said that but he got his, his master's yep. degree in it uh his uh you have um what do you call it your bachelor's or something else right or your yeah, uh, bachelor's in operations management information systems i yeah. specialize on the information system side so it's like it and then my mm-hmm. master's is in uh data analytics which Word. is like huge nowadays yeah of course so here here's my thing and you know dev and i have talked about this on the podcast a little bit before um so i'm, I'm gonna put it in two segments the first segment is do you think college is necessary to get a lucrative job these days i'm asking uh, okay i'll start on this I know is my answer. Um, why is because um, there's so many avenues nowadays to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, now disregarding media, like so, OnlyFans and shit. Let's say disregarding. Yeah, no, no, like, yeah, yeah that's fine. That's fine. So social media to begin with is just realistically social media is like pretty much in an, in its infancy still. Like, yep, we have no fucking idea when when we're like fifty. Who the fuck knows what Twitter is going to look yeah, like? Stretch. If it even still exists or any of that. Excellent. What you can do on that to make money. Like, do, have you guys seen now where like people can have like subscribers mm-hmm. on yeah. Twitter? So like you have to pay to follow someone, which is unbelievable. Yeah, uh, but anyways, like, yeah, so you can do that. Um, you know, social media, there's so many opportunities, content, any of that. But then like trade school, man, like. I, I tell people this a lot, like there are, and when I say trade school, I mean like just any kind of trade, right? Like people think, oh, it means like an electrician or like a right. plumber or like a welder. First of all, those are fine jobs and you will make a living. Like electricians never going to go out of style. Yep. Everyone needs a fucking plumber. You have to have welders. Like those are things that just, there is no way around it. That's what right. it is. And like, you have to do that. Um, so those are still fine, but there's a lot other trades. Like a lot of people now do like developing. Um, and a lot of people do, do things within tech, like crazy things like that. People learn how to trade, you know, Bitcoin now is becoming massive. Um, there's a lot of self-taught traders, people who make money like that. Um, Mm -hmm. so no, I do not think you need college. What I will say is though, is college is a, almost like a get out of jail free card. Um, and what I mean by that is when you get that degree, as long as it is in something that is not dumb. And what I mean by that is don't go and pay 50, 60,000 for a music therapy degree. Like, what are you (laughs) doing? Uh, like it's just common sense, you know, um, you could go and pay even for the worst standard business degree. Do I think you're probably that intelligent? Yeah, that's a different story. We don't have to get into that. But what does, it do? what does it do? It gets you a sheet of paper. It's accredited university. Yeah, you're probably going to have debt. But I personally don't think college is that expensive. And that's another topic we can get into. But That's 100% where yeah, we're going with this shit, I, don't, I don't think college is expensive at all. Um, and I will say why later. But, I mean, you get, you get your foot in the door. If you get a college degree, you pretty much get a free foot in the door. And then all you have to do at that point is work and let time do the rest, right? Let time just gain experience and you'll eventually make you know, a, a good amount of money. Yeah, I mean, I feel virtually the same way that it's not essential. Like a lot of, at least in the 
black community for the most part. Like a lot of people who are in there that are making money, not obviously not fucking rappers or athletes. Like they don't have degrees because they didn't have the access to it. Like Rich Paul, one of the best sports agents, like he didn't go to college and yeah, he had LeBron, but it just showed they had to change fucking rules for him. So I don't think that it's essential. I think that like I went to school and unfortunately like when I was in there, I was failing. So I didn't get an opportunity to take the networking opportunities, but that's all it is. In my opinion is you just go and you're just paying to get that degree at some point, whether it be in four years or whenever, but you're paying for the networking to get in the door like that. Like a lot of people I know join frats just so they can get that when they go into, mm-hmm. when they go into interviews, they can say, Hey, I pledged this, like look you up on fucking LinkedIn and see you were in there and that's that in like, that's all I think it really is. Unless you're in a in a type of approach like nursing, teaching, something like that, where it's you actually learn things from it. Like I was an accounting major, did it for three years, got all my credits, and then graduated with a marketing degree. Like I realistically mm-hmm. had no real marketing classes or extracurriculars or extracurriculars at all, but I have a degree in it. So like yeah. I, I definitely I definitely think if it's something that's tailored, um, it's definitely beneficial but it's not the end all be all like it was made out for us like at least in my school and me and pat went to the same grade school like they made it seem like that was the only way that you could do anything or you would be seen as like a failure so i don't think that's it you can make lucrative money in virtually anything um if you put like if you actually put your best foot forward obviously not like working at mcdonald's but any anything really you can make a lot of money in Yep. Yeah, so I mean, I obviously, I mean, I, everyone who listens to this fucking shit knows that I feel the same way. I've always said like, whatever you want to do in life, if there's, you know, it, it sounds very um not punny. What's the word? Or cliche. Yeah. Like if, if there's a will, there's a way. Like if you if you want to do it, like you can do it. So, with that being said, I mean, we've kind of we've we've had the disagreements that you know before like college isn't available for everyone, and we've we've gone down that avenue. Um. And that's kind of like I'm gonna flex for my guy here. My man had like, obviously had his masters, so like he, uh, obviously a fuck ton of debt. And that shit is just cleaned. My man did his thing. Uh, you know, while we were like playing Call of Duty, um, while he, I think I don't know if you had uh, if you were with your your girlfriend at the time or not, but like while he was doing yep. what he had to do, he was working on the side and put all his money toward debt and paid that shit off. Um, so like I said, if there's a will, there's a way. So. My whole thing is, or uh, my next question was, do you think college is available for anyone if they want it bad enough? Um, when you say is it available for everyone, so literally any, I mean, well, first of all, you have to have a high school diploma. So that's right, right. So, I mean, so, that's so, first so, and so foremost, like, right? You went so, to high school, you graduated yeah. high school, and now like yeah. you want to go to college, but like maybe your grades weren't the best yep. and you have to take out loans. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I can basically tell you what happened to me, right? So, yes, I do. Um, but there are consequences, right? With everything in life, you make a choice, there's a consequence. Um, and here's the biggest thing. And this is the only reason why I will disagree a lot with people when they say that, oh, well, I didn't know when I was a kid that I was taking out that money and I didn't know the percentages of the loan and all that. And my rebuttal to that is, 
when you're a kid and you're in high school, I guarantee you went out with your friends to go to places. You knew when you went to eat or whatever, if you didn't have enough money to pay for whatever it is, you didn't have enough money. Like it's, it's very simple. And then a loan is a very basic concept to understand. There's a total amount and there's a percentage that you will pay annually. It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, and my thing is, it's just a matter of what you do, right? If you understand your financial situation is not the best, you don't have to do it in four years. Like I will never, ever, ever fault someone. Um, hopefully later on when I'm at a position at any company where I get to like hire people, I will never fault someone for taking more than four years for a degree. I don't know what your home life was like. I do not know what your personal life is like. I do not know what your financial life is like. If you need to go to community college for four years, but really only get two years worth of credits, hey man, by all means, I respect that. Take your grind, work on the side, do whatever. Um, me personally, I got zero money from my family. I ended up getting scholarships because I had really good grades. Um, I had like a 3.8 and then like a 3.9 in college and then masters or bachelor's and then masters. Um, but I had 28.5 in debt from my bachelor's and then I paid out of pocket my master's, which was 26.5. Um, and I do not have any debt right now. And I graduated in what, 2019. So I'm two years removed. Um, and it's not like I was making a ton of money either. My first job, I was like 55, 60, um, in total. So it just depends. Like I had told Pat, you know, like I was literally living, dude. And again, this is a another circumstance, right? So I don't know everyone's circumstance. I was lucky enough to live at home and my parents would house me, feed me, et cetera, right? And that is not everybody. So let me just get that. There are people who have way worse circumstances than I do. But dude, I was literally putting, I would get a biweekly paycheck and put everything but like 20 bucks to debt. Dead serious. Like it was a rough year like it sucked dude and by the whole time i'm going and doing my masters so like there is a way it's just you have to be smart about it like you have to seek the right people to help you do it and that's the thing where it gets fishy where some people may not be in the best communities and they may not have the best people to drive them and that's what i wish we had like for, there is certain things like government assistance where like in my opinion if you're going to be a teacher and you're going to go teach in an impoverished community, like, I think your school should be free because you're doing a service to your own community. Like, we should help you do that, right? So there's things like that where, like, I'm all for because, like, you're devoting your career to do that. Um, but people like myself who are going for, like, a real job to make my own profit, like, that's why I don't think school's that expensive because if I'm taking 40, 50 Gs in debt, you make 40, 50 Gs in two years minimum in your real life, right? So your lifetime, I'm 24 I'll probably, let's just say I'm done by like 70, right? You've made that college degree over, I don't know, 100, 200 times over in payment. So it's really not that expensive. You think about that, it's just like anything, an upfront cost is a lot. I mean, I, like like you said before, obviously it's available to everybody. Circumstances are different. Yep. And that's, that's where I cut, me and Pat cut, because he aligns in the same vein as you. But I completely disagree on the other side because I think that I was in a very similar situation to you where, like, I went to school, only my parents actually, like, they, I didn't want to go to college. I didn't want to go to college. My parents were both cops. I wanted to do that. They said, you're not being a cop. 
you're going to college. So they paid for everything. So it was different in that sense. Like you said that you didn't have help for your parents and my parents paid for it. Like all the loans are out in their name. So a hundred percent. Um, where I disagree is that like you said that your first position was making like 60. Like I am like, I, as soon as I graduate college, I lived at home for two years, saving up for a house. Like I valued like that because I'm now married. I valued uh-huh. that more than paying off student loans. So I wasn't able to put money aside. And I think that it's like, then I moved out of, of their house. So it's just like all about your priorities. But where Pat and I, we go back and forth on it is that I feel like you're one of one. Like, obviously, there's a bunch of people out there who have been able to do that, but that's not, like, the general Mm -hmm. way to do it. And I do think that you get fucked over a lot because, like, he and I have talked about, like, his school, he went to Ryan, and they pushed college a lot. And Franklin pushed it a lot, but they also pushed, like, it was in a more diverse neighborhood. Like, it was in Taconi, which is not, like, it's not the best neighborhood, but it's not the worst um, so they pushed more like going to trade schools, like mechanics, like you were saying, or yeah. going to the military. So there were a lot more people like that. I went to the only school that didn't give me, um, that didn't give me scholarships or didn't give me any sort of grants for like social life. But a lot of people get fucked over because you're told go to college and then you're told take out this loan. And if you, you're told that if you go to college, you'll be making this minimum and like, I've still never touched the minimum that I'm supposed that I'm supposed to with a marketing degree from one of the best business schools in the tri-state. So like you're sold a bag of goods a lot of times that kind of fucks you over. And I feel like they prey on people with not the best circumstances. Like I'm lucky I have two parents that like they set me up pretty like they set me up pretty well. But Shout realistically, out. like if they weren't paying my loans, like I'll be fucked at this point. So I think that that's the only like cause for pause that I have when and then Pat and I go against each other. It's like my wife did the same thing that you did. She went to school. She went, she went to school, graduated, and then got her master's while she was teaching. Mm-hmm. And like now Gangster, she's in, shout out. She's in yeah, this. Yeah. She's in this program where like in ten years, um, and they're actually trying to get rid of it. Trump was trying to get rid of it, and now Biden's just continuing it. Where in 10 years since she's worked at, she works in Kensington, which is one of the worst places in America. But um, basically, if she teaches there for 10 years, all her student loan debt will be forgiven. So that's definitely what you're saying. And I think hey, that's that a should thing? happen. Yeah. yeah. That's Paul. But, there's, See, but the... there's a lot of people who like are fucked with that, fucked with that situation because they think, oh, I need a degree. Let me go get it by any means, which is the baller move to do. But then. You don't read the fine print and you have like if you don't have a mom or dad in the household, so you just sign these loans. Like that's where I think like if you're taught if you see your same cycle where your mom and dad didn't do shit, their parents didn't do shit, and you want to change it, you're gonna do it by any means. And then banks just wanna give you that money because they know you're gonna have to pay it off. So like it's mm-hmm. nothing to them at that point. But go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're you're good. I mean like See, that's even the thing, though, like like you're saying, she's got to work 10 years. Like, so I, I even think that that's, like, way too much. Like, right. Like, if you're going to do what she's doing. So she's clearly, let's just paint a picture. She's taking her hard work, her career, her her life, basically, she's devoting to helping people, other people yeah. by teaching, whether it's an impoverished or not impoverished community. If you go to somewhere where it's, like, people who are in a rough situation, like, 
I feel like that is something we have to help and promote. Like that is like 100%. mass because here's the thing. When you do that, now we avoid the future problem of what you're saying. People may not have parents that are, that are educated. They may not have a person at the school, like a counselor, someone who will actually take them seriously, put them in the right direction. So if we get kids who are motivated when, when they come out of high school, like your mm-hmm. wife probably was to be a teacher, to help these children, like those are the people that like we need to, in my opinion, we should wipe literally the moment they walk across that stage, yep. like wiped, like that should just be boom, done. And then there you go. But yeah, you have to, obviously you can't just bounce out of that yeah, job. Yeah. It's gotta be circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't, but, and, and, yeah. I, and I think we all agree on that, but it's like, 100%. when we start doing things like that, then I think we avoid that long-term problem of now that next generation gets fucked again by the loans. Right. So that's what I think is like the byproduct of it. I still think you should go to college. You should take loans because it's just like I had said, it's almost like a free safety net. Yes, you have to pay it back, but there's certain ways you should do it. You, if you have to go to community college and work and it takes you four years to get two years of credits done, that's how it is, man. And like, yep. Everyone has a different situation, but like, I definitely think there needs to be programs where like we are helping kids who decide to devote their education and their earnings and their life to help other people. Like, we have to support that because it just makes a better society, like ecosystem, for our future children and then for their like future friends, et cetera, et cetera. That's a hundred percent. That was and, just some good. I mean, it's the right truth, there. right? That's the only way you solve that problem. Yeah, I mean you're and, killing you're you're killing the problem at its source, which is like people yes. need to be educated and like the the young people in in these uh how do I work like bad neighborhoods, these 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 cultures where they aren't being taught the right way, like that's the problem, is like they're not even being taught this shit. It's like, you know, like even if college is presented to them like I mean and not even that, like even like when we went to school, like we were never Granted, like we did say earlier, like loans are, it's, it's a very simple concept. Like you have an interest rate. And I got in an argument with one of my friends about this not that long ago because he was like, you know, I, I paid X amount of dollars and I went in and I checked my account and I thought it would be Y, but it was still like W. And like I couldn't believe that I paid all that money and like it didn't come down that much. And I was like, well, like what's your interest rate? And he was like, well, it's this. And I was like, that's simple math. Like you, you can figure it out. But, like that's what you would still owe. And I think that, that, is like something that people need to just like sit down and think a, l- a little bit more about like when they're t- and they're taking the steps to go to college and one of the biggest things is like you are kind of uh not forced but like the idea of college and like making those decisions does happen at a pretty young age like we are like you're only like 17 18 like you're impressionable like you really don't know what you want to do yet like it's definitely tough um but definitely like when you're younger like having these things explained like more first of all but just in detail like this is how this works like this is what you own like yes like i know it looks like a fuck ton and but like if you work for this many years you can make this much money and you put like this much away like a week like you can pay it off in this amount of time and like i know that seems like a lot but then like that money's gone and then all this other money goes toward like you and your family and your goals and things you want to do like those are the conversations that people should be having like sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade, so that people are more educated when they have to make these decisions later on in life. I am. But when we when we say that though, like this this is how much you can put away, and this is how you save, and this is how much you pay. Like your lifestyle is going to change so much. So like realist realistically, if this was last year for me, I wouldn't have a car payment. So then like I would be saving three hundred fifty dollars a month. But 
I wanted a new car. Things are things are going to change. So what? Because I have a student loan that I'm making payments on. And this is how they set it up so that I still have living expenses. Like I can't change anything until that's paid off. Like that's what I'm not getting from what you what you just said. Well, it's just like, about it's about priorities, man. Like I just that's again, mm-hmm. and that's part of like the conversations that you have to have. Like maybe you can't get a newer newer car until you know, this many years down the line of paying off things. And like, that's things that you need to think of in the future. Like Kev, like, again, I'm going to kind of put it out there. Like he fucking sold this car. Like he just takes the train where he was before COVID. Like, and those are the sacrifices that like, you know, when you're thinking about doing these things and long-term making enough money to like, at some point, like have a family and be able to support them and give them all the things they want. And like, not literally not have money issues, be out of debt. Like, this is the way that you should take these steps to do these things. Like buy a car that only costs like five or six grand, drive that shit around. And you know, like maybe it's a beater for a while, but then eventually like when you can put a down payment on a car and like, instead of your payment being like whatever you said it was, like you can put more of a down payment down because you saved all this money. You don't have as much debt. Now your payment's only one thirty a month. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, again, it's just like part of that conversation that I think needs to be broken down earlier on in people's lives for sure. Yeah. It's a math game, man. I mean, that's that's literally all school is ends up being is school is literally a math game. When you get out of school, it's it's literally priorities. Like I said, I literally stayed at home for two or about a year and a half while I was going through grad school. I took every paycheck I earned and threw it right to debt. Um, plus, I got saved, to be honest, with COVID when they froze all the student loans. Yeah, that's because that's like lie. free interest that I didn't even have to pay. Right. But like, it's just priorities. Like I could have, I mean, I had friends all the time that were inviting me, Hey, let's go out here. Let's go do this. Let's go get drinks here. And my response was always, no, I can't because of school. I mean, I, I literally ended a relationship because of it. Like it was that serious. Like I refused to change my mindset of I am finishing both degrees and I am clearing debt of both degrees over my dead body. Like I did not care. It was that serious. So what, like, like my, my question would be what made you do, like, what makes you think in that way? Like mm-hmm. to, because obviously that's not like some people are going to agree with that. And I don't necessarily agree with it. Like I'm more mm-hmm. of an experience based person. Like I yep. was able to save enough to like buy a house. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. been able to buy the house without my wife. Like we went halves on it because like we were engaged at the time. Mm-hmm. But with that, with that being said, like, any extra money I got, like we, we would get bonuses. Like I'm always trying to do something with that. Like what, what made that the end all be all that you wanted to pay it off? Because like, Mm -hmm. honestly, obviously the interest, like it's just going to keep compiling and compiling and compiling. But like, what, what made that your, that you were set on, like that you had to, that you had to do that because to end a relationship over at, and I'm not Mm -hmm. like trying to get into that. Like that seems, there were other things. I, I couldn't, See, see, but that, that changes the whole, the whole circumstance. Like I, and, and Pat knows this, like my girl, she's older than me. She's 32. I'm 26. So we met when I was, when I was 19, had literally just declared the major. Um, cause I went into temple undecided, um, because that it was a loophole that I got into, to get into temple. Like you go in undecided and then they can't deny you to get into business school. Um, but, but they would have like going in as a business school freshman, you have to pay more in tuition the first year for the same gen ed. So I kind of got around it a little bit that way. But with that being said, like she moved like her whole life 
to Pennsylvania to like be together. And realistically, she didn't have to stay with a college freshman at that point. But we always say like she trusts the process or whatever. But if we were really good, like how we were, because we got engaged right after I graduated. And I couldn't imagine like if we were really good saying I want to pay off my debt. And it's like you're either in or you're out. Like we're going to put this shit off. I'm going to live at home. So like what made that your approach and like you saying that there were other things like changes it a little bit because that means that like it wasn't to me just just like she didn't support you wanting to pay off all your debt but like what made that your like hill like that you wanted to go on like stand on i mean i mean okay so i when i came out about like junior year right i knew all the debt that i had and then i thought to myself well more and more kids today are going to college right so then i'm like I have to get a master's degree, and my theory with that was if I leave school, there's no fucking way I'm ever going back. As soon as you leave yeah, yeah, out of that 100%. mindset, there's no fucking chance yeah, you're going so back. True. And if you do go back, you won't put the same effort that you did the first yep. time. That's also just a true. fact. So I already knew around junior year, I'm like, no, if I eventually want to move up later in life, which I want to, even though that's move, you know, move up within a company – you're going to need, at some point, you hit a threshold of, yeah, you have experience, but you don't have this master's degree. You have to go back and get it. So now when that comes, and granted, my master's will not pay off for me for probably another like five to seven, maybe even 10 years. But when it does pay off, like I'm set. You know what I mean? Like I'm good. And so my whole mindset with that was like the only way you advance financially, the, oh, one of the biggest concepts or like the easiest basic concepts is if you want to move up financially is clear debt. If you have no debt, as long as you don't spend money once you get it, you are going to increase your financial gain, right? So my whole mindset was like, you know, people can have their fun now. Like I, like I said, I had friends that would go out all the time, all that stuff. You know, people are in the whole – you get kind of engulfed in like that whole like social media atmosphere of like doing this, buying this, getting that. Mm-hmm. But it's like – Who's going to get the last laugh at the end? Is it going to be them or is it who's all, you know, people could still have that or is it going to be me like eventually? We don't know, right? We don't know. But my logic was just if I clear this, I don't have these horror stories of all this debt. I can focus on myself. And then all I have to do now is just every day I just have to work hard. I can now I have my weekends free. If I want to go do a random travel to somewhere, I can go do that if I want to go early to a buddy's wedding or go to something. I have the funds to do that now because I I did all that stuff. And so it's just, I was thinking more of the long game of like, I'm doing this for my future family and my like future kids. And then my current family, like to help my parents when they're older. So it was more of like a, I knew if step one is I have to have a, my year is going to suck. I'm going to sit at home, do absolutely nothing. except school work, pay off my debt. And I, Pat knows this. I did not let anyone else deter me from that. It just, that's what it was. And I thank myself for that so much because it's like now, you know, I I have nothing to pay and I can say like, Hey, I did it myself. Like I paid it all myself. I earned it all. And now it's just a matter of who knows where the world takes me now in terms of like work, but I'm not a person that'll think about that. It's just work hard and things will figure it out at this point. So would you say, because Pat and I on Saturday, you told me about this new position that he's getting and like talked about the money. Would you say that's your biggest motivator is money? Mm, 
I wouldn't say money is the biggest motivator. It's more so like security or like I was safety. Say, that's the word. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like I know like a lot of people are like money. They want the big house. They want you know the cool car. They want yada yada yada. Right. Right. For me, it's more of like if I know that my immediate family, so like my brothers, my my sister, my parents, I know if they're safe and taken care of, and then if I know like my future family. And their and my kids are safe and taken care of. That does not mean I'm a multimillionaire or I live in a big mansion and we all have cool cars. But if everyone's safe, I have funds set up for them when I am older, when they're young, to to start saving money for college. If I can put them in a safe situation and have a better start than I did, then I think I've done my job. Got it. Got it. <clears throat> because when when Pat and I talked, like we talked about it the other the other day and. Um, he had mentioned his, his new company and how much he was going to make and how like now he can finally look at moving out. And I gave him pushback because I said, you make more money now at his current position than I do. And I move, I was able to move out and like get everything done. I'm like, you just have to, the, the way that I put it is kind of weird because Pat lives in Holmesburg. We lived Two neighbor, like a neighborhood over from each other, but everybody like just puts them together, even though there's a clear divide, a clear little bit of a divider. But he sees that as like how all of Philly is when there's like actually like nicer parts of Philly. So he wants to get and like he's told me where his sister lives and it's like a it's a suburban neighborhood and that's where he wants to get. But like realistically, I don't think that that's a lot of people don't do that for their first. So it's like. For their first home, hmm. generally. So when he says how much he makes, I'm like, dude, it's all about what you make it. Like you can make thirty five thousand dollars, and as long as you're hat, like as long as you're happy, that would make it. You could have seventy thousand, and he said that that's the only thing. Like I said, money's not everything. And he says it's the only thing when you don't have it. And I'm like, I would love to make more money, especially like I'm going to have a kid by the hold end. On, hold 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 on. I didn't say it's the only thing when you don't. You have absolutely it. did. That's not the exact words I, I said. I said, when you don't have enough, it's the only thing, which is 100% true. Yeah, I, I think there's rich. I so disagree. we talk about this. There's middle class. Me, how can you possibly disagree? If you don't have enough money to pay your bills and live your life the way you want to, your only goal in life should be to figure out how to make more money so you can do those things. But, but what do you mean, li- what do you mean live, live life the way you want to? Like Kev literally just, he literally just said that he had a miserable year. Mm-hmm. And like he's still here, like he didn't, he didn't, like perish. Like, what do you think? Yeah, a lot yeah of but he had an end goal in sight. Like, so here's the thing, here's the thing. And like, I make, I was, I am making slash was making a decent amount at turn at my previous company, which will okay. be my previous company because it's getting confusing. Whatever. Um, okay. But I also made mistakes earlier on in life, which gave me more bills and like I racked up debt and I am almost paying exactly what i make a month in bills slash like what i want to do that i make like there are months where i'm negative like i literally take money out of my savings and then the next month i have to put it back in my savings and shit like that that is a horrible way to live i'm living a paycheck to paycheck life i don't want to live that way i don't think anybody should ever want to live that way if they have the choice not to so like I'm will do whatever I have to do to get to a point where it's like after three or four paychecks, I have enough money in my savings account that if I want to go blow three or four or 500 bucks on something that I want to do, like it's okay. Like I, like it's not a big deal. Like for, I'll give you a perfect, for instance, like 
we our our friend, another person that I met through gaming, is getting married in October. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kev lives in Chicago. The wedding's in Texas. I'm flying to Chicago, then from Chicago flying to Texas, and then from Texas to home. Like I didn't have the money to put out that money for flights, so like I had to put it on a credit card, which like isn't a terrible thing, but like it's also like a like like just an annoying feeling. Like I didn't have enough money in my account to like do this comfortably without having to put it on a credit card. Like I don't enjoy that feeling. Um, so then, you know, it's just, yep. it, it's priorities, man. And like, there's things in life, like I am a hundred percent, a big proponent of like, you should, um, work to live, not live to work. I've said that before on the podcast, like your work shouldn't be your whole life, but your work should make you enough money in the time that you're there that when you leave work, you can do the things you want to do. Like I enjoy golfing. I enjoy, like I've, I've gotten, uh, more enjoyment out of traveling and going places and like um, I'm just recently getting into like actually buying like nicer clothes and like looking like not a, scru- a scrub all the time like these are the things that like I enjoy and like I want to make enough money that I can do these things without having to check my fucking bank account every four seconds like do I have enough money to do this thing so yeah. that's just me yeah so I I get that and and how I combat what you're doing is I I've never paid interest on my credit card like if I can't pay it off it I don't I don't buy it and i don't buy anything like lavish for myself besides my car like obviously i couldn't buy two fucking cars but i don't buy anything for myself unless i can buy it twice so like when i get new sneakers if i can't buy it twice i don't buy it but with that being said like when we're talking about like living comfortably like that's different for everybody like real real realistically realistically like yeah i would love to put more money away every single month but like I'm still comfortable and that and that's where like so, sometimes it, it kind of gets like a little bit annoying and like I don't really let it get to me but at at this point like I'll I'll just say that like you'll say you can never live like you couldn't live off of 45 like you said that before and then like I make 42 so yeah, like when you also have a wife who you share expenses with do you not yeah, but she doesn't pay my my car note and stuff. So like Yeah, I mean that's, that's we contribute that's, evenly. She makes she makes 90 and I make 42. So like that that's why that's what I'm saying that like realistically and you and I are in ve- very similar situ like not not situations cuz my parents pay for my stuff but like we both went to college. I just went a little bit longer and like I'm not pay- like I get that I'm not paying for it, but when it comes to when it co- when it comes to it, it just seems like we clearly have different values, and sometimes it's like I, I don't know. It's just a dis- it's just a weird disconnect that because everybody doesn't aspire to have the same thing or doesn't put their foot towards that, it feels like there's a lot of like judgment at that point. I, I could definitely okay. So like I I can definitely see that, but my thing is like hold on, like on my end, like no, I'm no. judgy. Hundred percent. I mean, not at all. You live your life however you want to live it. Just like yeah, I, I want to make enough money to live my life the way I want to live it. That's just it. yeah. Like and like forty five isn't enough to do that. That's all. No, and and I de- I definitely get that. But like some of the like some comments that are made about like like you and I we t- we talk about one person that we went to grade school with and like how she acts to your face like sometimes some comments that you make about other shit sounds like i'm not going to get into specifics but like that that's how talking about like what 
You're just very opinionated and don't really. Oh, yeah, that's a hundred percent true. You, you take you take everybody's situation and want them to be Kev when that's not how it goes. <laughs> like you you cited to me so many times. My boy Kev paid off his loans, and then like you don't understand that. Like like that's awesome, but that's a one of one situation for most people. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. It does. It absolutely does. It's priorities. It just depends. Yeah, again, it's, it's priorities. It's literally what you, I, yeah. it's what you prioritize. He prioritized to, paying off you know? his bills. Like it just yeah. so. You, so yeah. how, how's it? But I'm not understanding how it's pri, it's priorities though. Like I understand that he prioritized paying off his bills, mm-hmm. but in your holy shit, in your situation, like you couldn't prioritize paying off your bills in my. Am I am I being facetious in that? Like, or are you prioritizing paying off your bills, or what's your situation? Because no, I'm I mean, just... if, if if I took a, if I took two years of my life and didn't do a fucking thing but sit in my house and throw money at debt, I mean, I probably could pay them all off, and I just haven't done that. So, what's your priority? So, like, that's that's like, I'm one, and the second thing is I made dumb mistakes and have more debt than I should because I bought things that I shouldn't have and paid for things in ways that I shouldn't have. And that's right. That's hundred percent. I mean, that's just me being young and dumb. Life, yeah. yeah. That's just me being young and dumb. So, um, but even, even at that, like the amount of money, let, let, let's say I did that. Let's say I took a year of my life, which if I did that and I paid off all my debt, I probably could. The amount mm-hmm. of money I make still wouldn't be enough even with all my bills removed, to live the life that I want to live. But, Hell of a good so, start, though. So I, I need, I need to know, like, what's, what's the life that you, what's the life that you want to live? Because that's, that's the thing. Like, I've seen you sh- I mean, share, and that, that, that's just what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to get down to. Out because, of Philadelphia, one. Okay, um, that, that right there. Like, that's like, what kind of comment is that? Like, that's the, ty- that's the type of shit that I'm getting at. Like, there's nice ass neighborhoods in Philadelphia. Hey, I don't want to live here. Like that's just like, not like that. I'm not, I'm but, not shitting you, on people that live see, in Philadelphia. I just you asked me what. No, I'm not. You asked me what my idea is of the way I want to live my life. That's all I'm saying. You're being judgy by just saying taking what I said and saying that's being judgy, literally. So all I said was I don't want to live in Philadelphia anymore. I've lived here my whole life. I so don't want to be here anymore. So what if that's the only the only thing that you could afford? Like what if that's so you like you you've openly said that you don't like you don't like living where you live right now. If somebody offered you a house where you only like you didn't have to pay down payment or anything, and it was down the street from my in my parents' cul-de-sac, so you know how nice their cul-de-sac is, you wouldn't fucking take that. Probably not. You're, all right, you're, I, I you're, agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, no, I don't, I, 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 see, here's why. So here's my only. My man, only who are you I, agreeing with? Lying. Me or him? He's lying. I, I I I take lie. I'm 100 percent not. I don't want to live. Why would I spend money on a place I don't want to be? When I could just stay where I am and save and go somewhere I want to be, it makes well, no he sense. He told you there'd be no payment. Yeah, he, he just gave no you the payment. Situation. Like I have no, I have no yeah, mortgage. You yeah, nothing. you don't. You yeah, don't have nothing. to worry about your life because you swear to yeah. like where you live is yeah, nothing. Like K and A, but like I'm just saying, like you don't have to worry about your life and carry a gun everywhere. You wouldn't take that. So, but you can never leave. Yeah. You can never move. You can never move. No, I'm not. Yeah. Absolutely See, not. Rent, I, I agree. You live here rent free. So you would rather spend money and live some. You would rather spend. Absolutely. Spend money. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. That's I, so have, I have one life. I want to go where I want to go yeah. and do what I want to do. That's just the end of it. Oh, but I'm, I'm saying you could go on vacations and shit, but like this is your home. 
I don't want to live here. Like, yes. it's that simple. That's, I, that's I 100% agree with him on that. Like, I want to do the same. Like, that's, I do not want to live in Chicago. Like, I do not want to live in Illinois. Like, future, yeah. like, I do not want my future family living here. I, I don't do care not. if it's the nicest neighborhood. I, I, I just don't. Yeah. I don't, I, think like the, it I don't think the state's policies agree with my viewpoint. I don't think um, this that's is the, the best place for uh, them to live and for the things that they can do. I also do not think it's smart to live here when a house that costs, let's just say, 500000 in an Illinois nice neighborhood costs the same amount of like 250 in like a Florida or Texas neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That just makes no logical sense. I'm very like... I got an analytics degree for a reason. I am very number oriented. That makes zero logical sense to me to pay for something that is the same exact thing. Again, I don't care if it's big, medium, small. The same exact thing, and just because it's in one part of the country, it costs twice as much as the other. That makes zero sense to me. But Pat's not paying a dime. If, if, like he's if, not paying a. a yeah, yeah, but but the other dime. thing is, it's just. You've lived Wait, here all your life. What? And you're deciding that maybe you just want a change of, you want a change of pace. You want a change of scenery. You want a cha- change of, of your life, your life scope, right? You want to run into, you want to see different places. You want to be in different neighborhoods. You want to meet different people, people on that side of the country, wherever he goes, wherever he goes, are going to have different kind of lifestyles or viewpoints than the people in Philly. Like I totally, I totally agree with that. Now does it make fine. If someone's going to give you a free home, yeah, I mean that's pretty financially good. Yeah, but, but you're gonna I would still agree with the rest them. of my yeah, life. Like, if you gave me that exact scenario, like I live in a pretty like nice, safe neighborhood, you gave me that exact same situation, I'd tell you no. I, I agree with them on that. It's just if, it if, is what it is. If I can, like I feel like you're you're being passionate about it because you still like you left and you still live in this area, which is like I, you feel like No, I'm I'm being passionate about it because like I I've I've really because because you do this shit all the time, and like I've listened for the, for the longest amount of time. Like you gas a whole bunch of shit, and then like shit on what? I didn't other shit people. on anybody. I did not shit on a single person, dude. Dude, I'm. Uh, all right, well, go I, ahead. Fin- fin- finish curious. your point. Hold on, I gotta finish figure out point. how to. I gotta figure out how to fix this. Shit, because I can't see your face now. Anyway, um, I forget what I was saying. Oh, and like again. Okay, so you're being passionate because you did it and you feel like I'm saying it's a bad thing to leave where you were and kind of stay in the vicinity of where you were. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in the past four years, I've traveled to different places and seen different things. And I have friends from different states who tell me about different things and where they live and how it is. And like when you They're do not that. Probably... All right, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. When I'm you not, do I'm that, not... you realize like this isn't like the end all be all like the philadelphia isn't the fucking greatest place to live in the world now i'm not saying if and when and where i move it's going to be the greatest place ever but like i don't want to be here my whole life i'd rather go and experience and do other things and like everything kev said as well as long as like with like the state and like its opinions and like money and all that shit like all that stuff too is mixed in like the uh, the price you can get a row home in Philadelphia for you can get a way nicer house in Texas or in, in certain places in Florida and granted the the style of living might be different but like that's fine like I'm trying to experience different things that's it I was not shitting on mm-hmm. people for wanting to live in Philadelphia or stay where they were like that's fine you want to be around your family and like you meet someone and, like you want to stay and like you got married and you want to stay in the area cuz that's where your family is that's totally fine I'm not judging at all it's just not what I want to do 
Yeah, and I get I get that that's not what you want to do, and that that's not why I'm getting passionate. But on holy shit, I don't know on on Saturday when we were talking about the the new position, and you said like I'm gonna look for a place in Florida, and I was like, oh, I thought you didn't tell me at that point there was a remote company. So you told me, and it was like it's cool. But then, like, you have your girl, and like, I'm not, I'm not gonna divulge into, sh- I'm not gonna divulge into like, what what we've talked about between you and you and I, like, throughout our friendship. But like, so you're telling, like, she probably can't up and move. Like, she probably can. Could so she she could just up and move right now. Her and I have had this discussion. We've literally sat down and talked about Florida. There's Wawa's in Florida. We've talked about where they're located, where she would move. Like this isn't a spur of the moment decision. This is something I've sat and thought about. And like Caitlin is someone who might be in my life the rest of my life. And like I'm very comfortable with saying that. Hundred like, percent. She's a like a great woman. I love the girl. Like she might be my wife one day. So yeah. Shout out. Shout she's out. Part of that conversation. But like again, I'm not. Like you're 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 being so like aggressive about the fact that like I'm trying to be mean to people. Like that's not that's not it at all. I'm just trying to live my life the way I want to live it. And like if I'm with a girl who's like can also live that life and is down to live that life with me, like why is that a bad thing? It's a bad thing because like just just like you're taking my tone as aggressive. I'm just taking it because like I'm just I feel I feel as though I'm also watching the Sixers, so I'm not really paying full attention but i feel as though you don't and I've, I've told you this before like when you talk about like minorities and shit and how you say that you can understand how we feel like you say a lot of random like random shit how are we like, even here right now like no no, no, no. i'm I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just saying like like i'll tell you that comes off this way and you'll say oh that doesn't matter like no if somebody takes it that way especially if they're your homie like you should be open to that conversational like to mm-hmm. clean up your shit a little bit. I'm what, not, did, what did I say during this conversation? Dude, let me finish. Let me finish. Like I, I let you I let you finish. I let you finish. So when we're when we're sitting when we're sitting here and we're and we're talking about, about shit like that and you're you're saying how like you couldn't live off that like re- realistically if you just if you just take it if some if somebody looked at you and you because you you told me so many times that you didn't like you felt weird like like sometimes you would feel weird with like coming over to my house sometimes and seeing some type of shit and that made you feel weird and we were just being ourselves like we weren't we weren't trying to put you in a weird situation like i'm not going to divulge into all of that but you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm referring to no i have no idea what the fuck you talking about loki so whatever i'm not going to get into it but you saying like i don't understand how somebody could live off of that or how somebody could want that and then one of your best friends is doing that that seems like fucking shade dude when did i ever when did i ever say i don't understand how somebody could live off that or want that Dude, so many times we've just oh. been at the crib and we're just chilling. Like, and and I'm, those I'm words just, have never left my mouth. I said I, I, I don't want to live that way. That's I, literally it. So you you've never said that you don't understand how somebody could want to stay somewhere with because of who they're dating. You've never said that. That that literally makes no sense to me at all. No. So like that, maybe I have said that. If you want to go somewhere and live your life, like that's is what it is now if it's the fucking one like that's that's one thing but you never know you thought you thought that you had two like you never know like you know ne- you literally never know that's cap i never thought the second one was the one but still okay facts that's facts but that that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you never know but you you saying that like you can just some things that you say and it's it's literally just like it's literally just like you don't you're setting your ways kind of setting his ways i'm setting my ways like i'm you're- gonna do whatever the fuck i have to to definitely make 
the living that I want to and be comfortable enough. Like I'm not like I also value time. Like I could realistically like you you told me to go be a grunt at a fucking golf course because I want to do event planning. Like hold I could on, do, hold I on, could, I, hold on, hold on. I did not say go be a fucking grunt. I said you could do this and I could help oh, no, you no, no, get into a country club. No, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like when I was saying that, like that's what you said. You should you say you should go try to be a like you could go try to be a grunt at a thing. I don't think that, especially with my situation, I don't think that should leave and take more hours away from being at home with a family. No, you're 100 percent right. But like. You and then when I said when I said nah that's not right for me and then you say something to the effect of not saying that this was your exact verbiage but you say that would get you in the door and I'm like it's such a long shot that it's not worth me taking the chance. Okay, that's, that's judgment. I mean that's fine, but like but that isn't a lie. Me saying that it would get you in the door. I'm just being but truthful. It, but in that but how how did the two correlate? And I'm still I'm still trying to understand that. How did the two correlate? You go work as a grunt getting people's balls or working busboy, how does that get you to being an event planner? Again, you wouldn't be getting people's balls or working... Wait, wait what was the second part? A busboy? Yeah. You're, how, how, do you that, think, how do you think guys who at one point fetch coffee end up running businesses? Because they... What do you mean? It's the same principle. It's not the same principle. It's the exact same thing. You put yourself in the room with the right people. But you put your... We're so uh, off topic, dog. Like, it's insane. No, but... But it's not off topic. You're deeming it off topic because I'm saying sometimes you say things that like definitely fit how you feel. And that's completely fine. Like you and I are never going to be the same. Like we're never going to think the same. That's part of why we're friends. But some of the shit you say is so like so one sided. Like you see the world through one side. Like you see it through only one side. And we I don't think that's true at all. But I mean, you're in how, how do you not how do you not think that's true? Look, man, I'm just I'm over this part of the conversation. If we're being honest. But but why are you over it? Because of why? Your your arguments have zero sustenance. Like none of what you're saying is making sense. But what what does it make sense? Because that's that's what I'm not understanding. And that this is a typical when you're debating, you just get done with an argument. So let's tell segue. me, tell me let's what segue, does, dog. But tell let's me segue. what doesn't make sense. We're, you, we're getting, you say you, you say you've been waiting for this. Like you texted we're, me. You've we're been we're getting into a hardcore so debate when we not even the main guest on the podcast. Let's we can debate it on another podcast. But I'm not understanding why like. Like, what is not making sense or having no sustenance? The entirety of the argument. But at what part? Just saying that, that's not, that's not an educated, like, thing to say. What, what? None of what you said is making sense. You are making it seem like I attack everyone who doesn't want to live the life I live. And Did I say everyone? None of that is true. Yes, when you said I, li I look through, I see the world in one way, which means that every other way I would see is wrong, which is incorrect. I want to live my life my way. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, that's fine. I don't, I don't care. Kev can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Joe down the street can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. But, like, no one's going to sit here and tell me that X amount of dollars I make is enough to live the life I want to live when they don't know what the fuck the life is that I want to live. That's the end of it. That's just oh, the end that, of conversation. And that, that part where that part we're in agreement on, like, your, your value of money is completely different from mine. Like, we've, we've talked about, like, it's completely different. We've talked about sneakers, how you don't like you don't value that, and that's something that I value highly. Like we talk, fucking, you don't watch football, and I think it's the greatest thing on earth. So like we're obviously in di in different things like that. But a lot of, and when I say that we see things through a different world, obviously like we're not going to see things eye to eye. But like 
sometimes you don't want to have dis- like hear discussion. Like even now, how you're saying that there's no there's no sustenance. Like I can Bro, tell I'm you how. I'm trying to move on to this because we're literally we... for like 15 minutes, and Kevin's just sitting there on mute, and I feel bad. So like that's why I'm trying to just move on. All right, like, then wrap it up then. I, I mean, like this man talks. Like, I, like, I don't have anything else to say. Like, I don't know what else. I don't know what else to talk about. Like, we yeah, yeah, about you want to chime in, bro? From my side, this, yeah, this is, all right. So this this is how I see it. All I, he's trying I, to tell you, Pat, is just don't be so set in your ways. I think is what he's trying to get across. Is understand. And again, it's. I always tell people this. It is impossible. So this is you know this is getting a little political, a little kind of to where our society is with race even. Right. You you're never going to understand how someone else's situation is, but what you should do is you should listen. That is you should listen and put forth your effort to understand, right? You you do not know what someone's situation is like because you don't experience it. And they're not asking you to to experience it. What they're saying is that to have an open mind to why they say see things the way they see them and why they do things the way they do them. That's it. What, and that's that's 100% right. What did I say during the entirety of the... Am I on mute? No. What did I say during the entirety of this conversation that led you to believe that I don't see how other people can not live the life they want to live? I don't, I don't understand how we got to this point where it's like, I'm a fucking piece of shit and you have to be a millionaire to like be a person in my eyes. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the, when did the fuck? What the fuck happened? No, you didn't say anything in this conversation. I even said that. I said, How things- the fuck did we get here then? Like, <laughs> All right, no, 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 Kev, complete, completely unbiased. Didn't I say you said things in other conversations? Conversations, yeah. But yeah. my point is, how did we get here today, right now? Like, it got I don't so heated. What, we were like, talking about, what the hell? We were talking about like living in just like careers, and then it spiraled to this. This basically, yeah, and uh, and it, it's just yeah. because like. Because because you started talking, we got here because we started talking about your new position somehow. I don't know how it got there. And then I said, yeah, because you because the other day on Saturday, you said that money is everything when you don't have it or something like that. And then you corrected me with the verbiage on that. And then that's how it got here because we brought up that conversation. Yeah. And I stand by that statement. Like when you when you don't I always stand by that statement. And again, like. We said it earlier in the podcast. Like you could, uh, it was either you or Kev that said it. Uh, you could be happy making thirty grand a year. You could be happy making fifty grand a year. You could not be ha- happy. Like I have family members that like make f- four times what I make, and they're still broke and miserable. And that is on their way of living and the way they do things. And that's on them. Mm-hmm. Like with the mistakes I made in my life to this point, and the debt that I've accrued, and the way that I want to live my life in order for me to get there, I needed to take steps to make more money. Which is yeah, what right. I did. That, I, I that see. I, all I was saying. I agree. Like, and I, I kind of like the same mindset of like, I, I didn't realize it when I was a kid, but now I do that. I like can understand more. Like, I saw what my dad did to like for our family, and like my mom didn't have to work, and then like now she does now. But like, I, the reason I'm doing what I'm doing today, and like you can call it like suffering. Like I said, like that last year was like horrible dude like it sucked i did literally nothing had no fun nothing and it's like uh so there there's there's shit like that where like yeah i do i regret it no but did it suck yes but it's for the long run like i'm looking way into the future of like i'm very old-fashioned in the sense like i want the wife to be like at home i hope that that's like something she wants to do not that that's a bad thing because in my opinion like being a mom is probably the hardest job in america um, it is very hard to raise children. It is very hard to raise them the right way. And it's also like now that I've moved out and stuff, like, dude, there's just shit you have to do around the house. Like it, 
it is pretty taxing. So like, that's no joke. Like having two, three, four little kids and having to manage that, like that's not a fucking joke. Um, but it's just like, that's what my priorities are at. And Pat has some, and you have some, and it's just like, it is what it is, man. Like people have different, different priorities. There's different things they want to do in life. I will say I probably should have done it a little different in terms of like lived a little more, had a little fun. Cause my mental would have been better, right? Mental health is a big deal. Um, right. that's Preach. something that, that is very hard to judge. You don't think you think, you know, yourself until you don't. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a huge thing, but do I regret it? Like I said, no. Am I happy it's over with? Absolutely. Yeah. And what what you said before this, where like, we just listen, I like, obviously I don't have, I'm not going to say that I have debt. My parents have debt and God forbid, knock on wood, something can happen to them. Then it becomes mine again. My mm-hmm. wife has all her, she has all her debt. Pat has all his debt. Like you cleared all of your debt. I'm willing to listen to every sort of approach. Like I would have never just stayed in and done that, but that's because college was miserable for me. Like I was Mm -hmm. failing for three years and then fine. Well, I wasn't failing everything. I was only failing accounting, which is why I switched. But, but with that being said, like had I enjoyed it and then thought like, okay, I'll go back for a master's. Like you, you said it the best way. Like if you don't go right back, realistically, you're not going to go back and you're going to cheat yourself when you go back. I was not, I was not in the place to go back and I definitely wasn't in the place to then stay home and pay like living at home. Realistically, I probably could have paid off a lot if I wanted to, but like you said, prior, my priorities were not there with, Mm -hmm. with all that being said, like I'm just, I'm just at, at the mind, the mindset of everybody definitely has access to it. It's just a matter of, I, I I don't want to say using it using it correctly, but like everybody, sh- I I don't know I don't know I'm kind of over it at this point, honestly. All right, it's a hard, it's a hard situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, wrap it up. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, K Prius, bro, thank you for coming <laughs> on. Uh, you got any closing comments, bro? Tag your shit if you want people to follow you, dog. Nah, Cats. man, you you guys are. You guys are the squad. Um, appreciate you having me on. Fucking clowns, bro. Just Pat, Pat knows. I, I'm I'm pretty tight with Pat, but appreciate you having me on, Devin. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, 100%. Nice to dude. talk to you, dude. It's nice to talk to you. It was a good conversation. Like, Yo, hey, fucking shout out, bro. I met this fool once in real life. This is one of my best friends, dog. We talk yeah. every single day. Yes, you can sir. meet fucking people anywhere, bro. We go into a true. wedding in October. We're going to get fucking lit. I'm staying Crazy in his apartment. World. It's my guy, bro. All up. Two of my homies. Let's go. <laughs> All right, bro. Yep. Peace. Later.